Hi, this is Thomas from Quest and Chaos. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and joining us on this chaotic adventure. If you want to listen to our other exciting podcasts, such as Swords and Sages, Chaos Agent, Spelljammer, and many more, please visit our website at questsandchaos.com slash podcasts for links to your favorite podcast platform of choice. Now, if you enjoyed this content and want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon for exclusive content, cast interaction, and more at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, enjoy the podcast. Hello there, I'm James Aaron O, Dungeon Master for Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. I am <laughs> the terrors to friends and the never-ending winter that challenge our adventurers as they attempt to put an end to the everlasting rhyme. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook and I play Donovan Chambers III, Gentleman Rogue. I'm out here in Icewind Dale, adventuring for no reason whatsoever in this horrible, frozen wasteland. I'm Alondra Heilman, a.k.a. Lady Bedivere, and I play Elspeth Linkvist, a religious academic turned death cleric, leaving my quiet cloister to explore the frozen north in search of my missing adventurer father, and whatever other knowledge I might glean along the way. I'm JP, and I play Azar, the nicest bonebreaker in Tin Towns, a desert native, Azar is perpetually doing what she can to stay warm, but she isn't going to stay inside, however much she may want. Sunlight and life need to be returned to this dark, frozen land, and she's going to do what needs to be done to make that happen. Greetings, I am Narthi Volidath, a triton paladin that is finding herself more comfortable on land than under the sea. All creatures deserve the protection of Persona. Hello and welcome back. Yes, folks, I am back from my international travels. And we are back with Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, Icewind Dales. And I said it right this time. And by right, I mean wrong, because I said it right last time, which is wrong. So we corrected that, and now it's right. Anyway, before we begin, we've got some announcements. We've got to give some shout-outs to our good friends, Nord Games, Nord Games. Look at that t-shirt on Thomas's chest. Only time I will tell you to look at a person's chest. Look at that Nord Games. And yes, they got all the supplementary material. They've got books, they got decks, they got dice. All of that is helpful. System agnostic material that can help in uh, spruce up your games, make it more fantastical than the fantasy that it is already a part of, or make your sci-fi more fantastical so check out nordgames.com or excuse me nordgamesllc.com forward slash three dot html that is our affiliate link you'll help them out you'll help us out and if you use the coupon code chaotic 20 you can help yourself out to 20 percent off second our good friend birds of paradise Yes, like the dice, Birds of Paradise, they are good friends of the show, made by our very own Andrea of the Burbs. They are Arizona-themed, bird-themed, and now that they actually live here in California, perhaps we can get a good old California-themed set dice 
coming around soon. So check out birdsofparadise.com. And if you use the coupon code chaotic, you're going to get yourself 15% off. Last friend of the show is D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond. <laughs> D&D Beyond is the official online tool set of Dungeons & Dragons. We use it here. I have multiple tabs up for the Sunblight Fortress, Fortress, which they will be storming very, very soon. Has all this lovely information from spell info to condition info to even the campaigns that you may be playing. Uh, all of their info, all in easy to access tabs and hyperlinks. So check out dndbeyond.com. Also, now that we're done with those announcements, don't forget you can support us here on twitch.tv slash Chaos, also on YouTube with Quest and Chaos, or with our Patreon, patreon.com slash Chaos. Helping us out there, keeps the studio alive and well, and yeah, it's it helps fund all of these wonderful projects that we are putting on, from TTRPGs to board games to possibly narrative content i can't say much more than that but yes we are all making gears moving here at the quest and chaos studios so please assist us in that by watching us wherever you find our fine fine videos or listening to us on wherever you get your fine fine podcasts another way to support us which will be coming out very soon i'm going to actually throw it over to thomas the deck of inspiration, which is now in a new. Um, so this is the old. You can't see this. This is the old version. Of the, here's focus. I don't know where focus is. It's anyway. This is the new, new and improved uh, version here. And these are going out to our six month Patreon backers. So if you're a Patreon member for six months you get a physical deck. Everybody gets the PDFs to play test and use and have fun along with some other uh, RPG supplements that are completely alpha and work in progress. Um, but join our Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually, you get stuff if you join us on Patreon. So check us out on patreon.com slash quest and chaos. Um, let's see. I believe that is it for announcements. Do we have any bits coming in? Uh, no bits, no cards. It's sad, but we did have a huge order at our merch store. So that's also there. So questandcast.com slash merch. Yes. Um, Check you know, that out. And uh, thank you, Chaotic Platypus, for doing a first time comment. Welcome to, um, Unfortunately, we're all mammals here, but as a marsupial, I hope you will forgive us. Um, so yes, I believe that's it. Is that everything? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's everything. Uh, is Down Darker Trails? Uh, we'll talk about that at the end. Anyway. Yes, Down Darker Trails is tonight, but I think we should jump into tonight's episode of today, this morning's episode of Rhyme of the Frost. Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, Icewind Dale.
God, we're back. And we're back. Hello, and welcome back. We always forget, especially because of short distancing. This is a much shorter intro. Um, but we're back! And what happened? Last time. Last time, our heroes descended the spine of the world, watching as a Shardowan dragon way, laid waste <laughs> to Dugan's hole. <laughs> what? We almost made it through the whole intro. You didn't have to bring it up. Uh, you can't talk about Duke and Soul without laughing. It's just not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ooh. Uh, you can see where my mind's been. Anyway. It's been in Dugan's hole, apparently. <laughs> oh. Who hasn't? Just saying. You know, it's the party. Oh, yeah, it's Dugan's hole. <laughs> hasn't been in Dugan's hole. <laughs> AP. <laughs> so early. <laughs> hey, hey, sorry. Sometimes you're just early. I can't help it. I keep forgetting you. You may. You're in a earlier time zone. So you're good. You're good. Oh my god. It's like twelve. It's like midnight. We're JP. It is. It's true. Uh, I don't know how time zones work. No one does. Happy time zones, everyone. Thing to help us try to make sense. Oh man. Anyway, after that destruction, they continue to run, and they saw that it was going to make it to Goodmead, and they're like, "Ooh, super depressed. What can we possibly do?" Well, the module has got help for you in the version of Velen Harple, an older lady with cloud white hair, a poofy parka, and an eye patch over the left eye. She has few sleds drawn by dogs and piloted by multiple kobolds, and she's like, I'm gonna help you out. And so you all headed straight over to East Haven, where you tried to uh, cut off the dragon before it laid more waste to the ten towns however it made it to east haven before you did but it continued to do a fly above and pepper with its laser beams giving you the opportunity to at least get to the town and do some damage to it there there were durgar threats amongst the town people and the chaos but you were able to chase off the dragon and instead of continuing the pursuit you decided to <laughs> you decided to head over to Bryn Shander, where you hope to put a stop to it, set up camp, and uh, actually do damage to it. There, you warned Duvessa Shane, the speaker, as well as the captain of the guard, blah, 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 Sheriff Markham Southwell, about the potential of a Duragar threat in which Azar joined Sheriff Markham to handle uh, different camps of Duragar that have been hidden within pockets of the city. The other three uh, warned Duvesu Shane as well as other people coming to Brinshander that it is possibly better to hide within the forest because it seems the target for the dragon is simply the town structures. They were successful in convincing them that was the proper move. So they essentially had Bryn Shander to themselves along with the town guard. The calm before the storm, if you will, as they prayed and found solace in their gods, as well as sleep 
And as the morning, always in quotes when it comes to Icewind Dales, came, they waited for the dragon. And the calm before the storm it was, as a true storm, a blizzard came in, guising the dragon's approach. And as the dragon began to assault the town and lay waste, they gave chase, they fought it. The dragon's natural abilities of Chardolin corrupted some of the town's guard in which they were able to evade their uh, mind-controlled attacks. Azar had waited in the town center at which the dragon had made its way. They hopped on top and pinning its wings back, at least kept it from once again assaulting from the air. And all of our heroes converged on this point, one of which Elspeth atop a very shaggy horse gave chase and with an empowered inflict wounds touched the very end of the dragon, its back left leg, and with the necrotic energy ended the dragon's assault, as well as ending the dragon's life. Which is where we find ourselves at. The dragon, well, the remains of the dragon, mangled bits and collection of Chardolin dashed about the town center, scattered about on the ground. Folks have begun to re-enter the town, the remaining town guard doing what they can to put some order into this uh, situation. And our heroes looking to get some rest before turning their attention back to the Durgar fortress that they had found in the spine of the world are pulled away from their rest with the request being that the remaining speakers wish to speak with them. So they are ushered into the town hall and you are pushed in and pushed in, guided into a large circular room with a large circular table, 10 chairs surrounding it, five of them occupied with a sixth chair and a person standing next to it, but four chairs remain empty. Those that are present are Devessa Shane of Bryn Shander, the young human female, kind of has that mullet hair that you all saw a few hours ago. You see Trovis from Kerkonig, the silver dragonborn, whose eyes are glazed over and very distant. There is, unfortunately, uh, Speaker Cranach Siever of Cairdenaval, the one you found on the crapper and saved from his um, imprisonment there in the keep of Cairdenaval. You see Nindy Huddle of Lonely Wood, the halfling, the one who had five children, as well as baked you all some lovely cookies. Mm. You see a man that you are unfamiliar with, seated in a chair. He has long flowing hair tied back into a ponytail with a chin strap beard, human. And the person standing, green eyes, blonde hair in her captain's uniform, Captain Arlegat, standing by one of the chairs. And as you are all ushered in, 
you see that they all are staring at you. Devessa Shane is the first to speak. Hello. And welcome, heroes of Ten Towns. I, uh, <laughs> this is a very interesting time, and I believe pleasantries aren't exactly, or formalities, I should say, are not the most necessary things at this moment. Um, Captain Arlegath, please sit. It's odd that you remain standing. And you see as Indra very hesitantly pulls one of the chairs and takes a seat. Well, thank you all for saving as much as you could of 10 pounds. Um, I wish we could have done more. At which point the man with the chin strap long flowing hair is like, yes, I really wish you did. How is it that, of course, it seems that Bryn Shander is the one that seems to receive all the help when the rest of us are left to ruin? And from what town do you hail, good sir? <laughs> I am Nereth Maxildenar of Tarkus. You may call me Speaker Maxildenar. Well, Speaker, as you may have noticed... Dragons move a lot more quickly than people. Mm. We True. made a judgment call. We did the best we could. Hmm. Well, it seems your judgment, well, it saved a good amount of Brinchander. Did not save a lot of Ten Towns. As much as Speaker Shane would like to herald your abilities. Good. Thanks. Okay, we're gonna go now. Yeah, we're not done, so if you'll excuse us, we have other things to take care of to make sure that another dragon doesn't show up to decimate what's left of Bryn Shander or anywhere else. At which point you see the six people in the seats kind of tighten up, save Trovis, whose eyes are still distant. Um, Duvess is the one who speaks up. Is Um... Clarification, another dragon. Yeah, they made this one. They built it. They made it in the forge up in the mountains. So if we could get whoever you could spare, we need to go um, break the forge and kill all the Dwergar. And you see the silence just kind of emanate as they look over each other left and right. Uh, Elspeth turns and, and kind of looks at Imdra and just goes, this is the rest of the Dwergar that... <clears throat> We already found some of. At which point Indra is the one who's like, yes, um, we have uh, had multiple encounters with the Durgar and we are... We could not find all of them. It seems our hideout is within the spine of the world. So, um, I... I can speak for East Haven. There is not much we can spare, but we can spare some. At which Duvessa also speaks up. Yes, Brinchander has a few folks that we can spare. Is there anybody else? 
At which Nimsy huddles like, yes, um, Lonelywood is fortunate. Yeah, she um, only got to watch much of the destruction over in Terminlane, but we were able to hide out and saw that the woods of Lonely Woods were the ones, the thing that protected us. At which point, Maxwell Dinar speaks up. It's like, of course. <laughs> yes, well, I will say Targus has nothing to spare for you all, for we lost all of our good men and women defending our child. I'm sorry to hear that. I'll keep them in my prayers. Hmm. What good will they do, I wonder? Well, I'll be sure to ask the Lord of Death next time I speak to him. And Elspeth just sort of very pointedly kind of pats her symbol of Kelimvor and turns to uh, our guy from Cairdenval. And how did the care fare? <laughs> well, um... I do not understand the uh, dragon's mode of assault, but it left the keep untouched. But it did destroy the town below and took out a good number of my soldiers. So, unfortunately, Cairdenaval has not much to spare. And then turn to the Dragonborn. And you look over at Trovis, whose eyes are just far, far away. Walk over and snap in front of his face. Trovis! And you see the eye, the head very slowly come up and you can see his gaze kind of like rest on your forehead before it slowly traces down to your eyes before leaving them uh, I am <laughs> you will have to excuse me and he stands up very slowly slides his chair out and just begins to walk towards the door you see my father, tell him I said hello. And Elspeth is going to turn and start to leave. Mm-hmm. Do leave. Right. So um, I'll ask um, Duvessa, like, so where can I find whoever can fight? We need, we need to go quickly. I will, I will make the call to Sheriff Maxwell. Or Matt, Markham, excuse me, Southwell. Uh, I will give the call out to Sheriff Markham. Uh, it will take some time to mobilize as we are still trying to um, find a way to make sure that everyone in 10 towns is secure, and then we will mount the numbers that we can to perhaps join you later, or do you wish as, to wait? Soon as we can. Uh, hopefully they don't know that the dragon's not coming back yet. I don't know. Well, 
that might give us some time, but my priorities ensuring the order and safety here within Grinchander, as it seems to be the final posting of those who live here. I mean, we can wait for them to besiege the place, but I think it'd be better if we went after them first. Okay. Well, we will find a way to communicate, hopefully, but at this current time, we cannot immediately launch into an assault unprepared. All right. And just head right on out. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> Narthy, Narthy is gonna look to Donovan and see what Donovan does, but is going to lock eyes with Speaker Targus and then give one of her like kind of a wink and a like a little flirty moment, and just walk over to him and just be like, by the way, Speaker Targus, and kind of like touch his face and the beard, just be like, this beard looks ridiculous, and then with a, with a uh, <laughs> with a. <laughs> With a, um, and then with one of the last remaining spells, we'll command and just go, shave. And then just start walking out the door. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> what's the saving throw on that? I think it's an 18 or 16. Let me double check. It's wisdom. wisdom. Yeah, it's wisdom, so it's going to be 16. Fails. <laughs> and as you... Truly leave, a service to 10 towns. Donovan, you watch as speak. Maxwell Denaire just reaches into his pocket, pulls out a small knife, and begins to shave off the chin strap, starting at here and then starting here, and then about six seconds in, just realize I will not be made a fool of, and he just stands up and he storms out. Uh, Trip him on the way out. Why yeah, not? I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, if you know that, I'm going to. Athletic check. Oh shit! Roll the wrong die. Oh, acrobatics. You said <laughs> athletics. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Um, you try and trip him, and he does get tripped up, but then he stands up, looks over at Devessa Shane. Fits right at your feet and walks out. <laughs> I'm just waiting basically right outside the building. Do I see people starting to leave? Like, do I see him come by me if I'm just like leaning up against the wall? As you're leaning there up against the wall, you see or you've watched Trovis and he's off um, on a bench on the far end of this hallway. And then you see after a few more moments, um, Azara come out and join you and then as well as Narthi, and then you see, with a little bit of couple nicks on his face and his <laughs> perfectly manicured chin strap kind of uh, ruined. <laughs> ruined, thank you. Um, Speaker Maxwell Denar just, just trudging through, and you see, as he walks away, a um, small snake just kind of pops its head out. And you can see just tiniest bit of a wing there. 
and he whispers at it. And you see the snake give a bit of a nod before flying off. And he just continues to walk out through the hall. Um, would I know what that creature is? Have I heard stories yeah, make, about uh, that from my make dad? A, make a nature check. <laughs> my favorite running joke. Has my dad told me about this before? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was talked. Let's roll it in the box. Nature, nature, nature. Twelve. Twelve? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not something to... It's exotic for the location. Um, especially its bright coloring, making it very stand out against the wood and the white of the snow um, outside. It's a flying serpent. Okay. Flying snake. Donovan, you are still in the room with the other speakers as Maxwell Daenerys spat at your feet. Uh, I, I turned... I, I apologize for our behavior there. Uh, <laughs> it, it was... We lost someone in this journey as well. And, and, uh, anyway, we are... We're going to go. We need to... I believe we need to rest before we take on and storm the Citadel. Um, should we survive that, we'll get rid of this darkness too. Just and, for uh, just a persuasion check, real quick. Okay, different die. Stealth, you said. <laughs> Natural one. Oh, Natural no. one. Oh, no. <laughs> You're so convincing, Donovan. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of the spit from Maxwell Denaire is just on your cheek as you realize that as you were just saying that. And it just, it was a bit of a chunky loogie. Um, <laughs> really undercut the tone of your um, declaration. Um, but Duvessa Shane gives you a nod. <laughs> if you all wish to rest here, we do have some guest rooms upstairs. That way you can rest and be on your way. And if we have any information that we can share with you about our efforts before you leave, it'll be very quick and easy to do so. Okay. And just turns and leaves, defeated. <laughs> so you emerge and uh, you join your three compatriots. I'd like to um, just go outside for a bit and talk to people, see if we can uh, round up some volunteers for you know, a little bit of vengeance against the people that did this. Mm. Tell them to be ready to, come, to leave tomorrow. Okay. In that case, I would like you to roll a persuasion check. Oh, yeah. Uh, North's the best at that. <laughs> if if Narthy uh, sees Azar doing this, uh, we'll also continue. Because, again, as she's kind of picking up the vibe, she doesn't really know what's been going on uh, this whole time. But um, she's picking up the vibes they need to group and gather. She'll also do the same. She'll start okay. out. Yeah, you can, you can join in the persuasion role. Yeah. Um, oh, I'd like to follow Trovis. Oh, hey! Good job, nice. 
Uh, oh, and then I'll do it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's going to be a 26. 21 with the net 20. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, characters with charisma. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really good. So you start to go out and you see a town doing its best to pick itself up. There are like some scrap or like some squawking and scraping between some folks who are like, I want to go into my house. And then there's a guard who's like, you can't go in there. There's like, and there is a lot of tension in the air as people are just trying to figure out, it's like, who actually, like, yeah, I'll look for angry people in particular. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, want some payback? Come with us tomorrow. They'll at yeah. least get them out of town and not cause them trouble. So yeah, you start to disseminate into the crowd, you two, just finding different ways to pull them in. And you you do get quite a few volunteers who are righteously angry and ready to deal where it is more constructive. I figure like every rural area in the world, they're just naturally armed. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Well, you gotta defend yourself in multiple different ways. You never know. Somebody just flips back a tarp over a haystack and it's just guns. We're like... (laughs) It's like Uh, like the end of Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Yeah. Something I do in my spare time, make guns. Um, <laughs> there are so many artifices up here. We haven't found a single wizard except the horrible one. So, <laughs> and then also Rickon. Don't forget him. At least he prevailed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was only yeah. mildly bad. He just, you know, overpriced everything. Yeah. Yes. Um, as you two begin to do that, uh, no, not Indra. Uh, that other, Elf- other one. Oh, words. Felon? Felon? Elspeth, you head over to Trovis, who on this long hall has taken a seat at one of the benches, and he just has his arms, he's got his legs kind of spread, his arms in uh, class motion, and he's just staring between his feet at the moment. Elspeth is going to walk up to him because, you know, she already tried the more aggressive tactic, which is not her strong suit anyway. And she's going to just stare at him for a moment and then she's going to get down on her knees on the floor next to him like a kid sitting next to a parent waiting for a story and just sort of like lean a little bit to the edge of the bench just facing him and and just sort of wait. Mm Mm-hmm. And as you wait, it, it takes a few moments, a few minutes before you can hear just like his dry mouth just slowly split open. He licks his teeth. I woke up as I usually do, surrounded by piles and piles of snow. And I sat up and usually Care Denival or Care Conic, it's 
lights would be the thing that would greet me. Instead, I see my town gone. All because I, <laughs> because I still, and he just starts to cry. Elspeth just kind of puts puts her hands, sort of cups them over his one knee, and just sort of leans there for a minute and goes, you know, all my life, my father used to tell me stories of how amazing his adventures were. All of the heroic things he did, all of the exotic places he'd seen, people he'd met. He didn't tell me about how much it hurt. He didn't tell me about the pain of constantly being beaten against by magic weapons. He didn't tell me about losing people you care about the most. I think if he'd told me, I never would have come after him. But I did. I'm here, and I've lost people, and I've found people that I lost before I even had a chance to know them, and I... I'm not going to sit here and regret anymore. Now's the time for action. You with us? Are you ready to make it mean something that we've lost everything? Or shall we all just go follow that poncy idiot and be bitter about the people who didn't come to help us? And as he is able to regain some composure, he looks at you. Eyes more focused. You sounded like your father there. Well, maybe it's the one thing I did inherit from him. Aside from his constitution, I'm very good at holding my drink, apparently, which <laughs> I've put much to the test of late. Well, I followed one link fist into battle before. Perhaps I can follow another one. Oh no, you shouldn't follow me. You should everyone should be in front of me. It's been <laughs> historically bad when I'm near the front of things. Um, and he just pulls you in for a hug. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and I think I, I think Elspeth returns the hug maybe more tightly than she meant to. She hasn't she hasn't really dealt with a lot of this, obviously, and it's uh, very unexpected for her. Yeah. You hold each other for a moment. Uh, Donovan, is there anything you would like to do? Uh, I just, I let everyone know um, that I'm going to set up camp just outside the city walls. Just so that we're not, and in off into the woods so that uh, when everyone is ready 
Uh, there's a safe spot without prying eyes. So I describe where that is somewhere just outside of town in a secluded area, and I'm going to head out and set up an alarm and set up the woman's tiny hut. Okay. You set, or you begin to make your way outside of the city. And as you push through crowds of people as they are trying to enter the city, excuse me, you just hear from behind you, uh, Mr. Donovan! Mr. Donovan, wait, wait, hey, hey, stop, hey, stop, okay, hey. Just running after you, it's like, hi, Mr. Donovan, hey. How were, you fared well, well done. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I did not die. I got stabbed a few times, that hurt. I don't know why anyone would ever do that, but. Okay, you're going out. Looks like you're on a mission, sir, and I am. Reporting for duty. We have a task for you. I think uh, I think that you're the only one that can can handle it. Yes, sir. You know, if you, I've been I've been practicing a lot. You just you point me at it, and I'll shoot. So so here's I haven't we haven't told anyone else this, but this is our this is our plan. Mm-hmm. We are going to. Uh, the, the four of us are going to sneak into the fortress. There is a back entrance, and we need we need you to help lead uh, the the townsfolk in assaulting the front. Uh, about about an hour after we get there, and we will have the hopefully by then have the door open so that you can rush in. I, I don't know if I trust anyone else, Mark, to, to lead this effort. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can see him start to pant. and <laughs> Even though <laughs> it's cold outside, you can start to see like a little bit of <laughs> coming down his forehead. Um, so um, I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely a doer, Mr. Mr. Donovan, um, Mr. Donovan Chambers. Uh, the third, but I am uh, a uh, leader. <laughs> oh, what? You know, you said, uh, as a point and shoot, and uh, you're telling me to point and lead. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, if uh, sometimes, sometimes, Mark, I know this is strange to say, sometimes you need to lead from behind. Especially with your skills with the bow, being behind the that front line might be the best place to lead. Oh. I, and, and 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 if <laughs> yeah, I I think that uh, there's someone else that is that is uh, that is seeking. I, I don't I don't think it's revenge. I think redemption. The dragonborn uh, from Kerkonig. He's uh. He's gonna need some help. Some some support from you as well. You you are you are a doer. He needs uh. <laughs> he needs doing. 
Trust me that much, Mr. Donovan? To be honest with you, Mark, I do. You've, you've, you've proven yourself already. You don't have to prove anymore. You are, you're capable. No, I'm trying to look at it. Um, <laughs> Um, well, uh, thank you, Mr. Donovan. Um, you said the four of us are going to storm the fortress. I was like, oh, are we going to leave Zara behind? That, that'd be a poor choice, but um, I get where you're, where you're going with that. Um, uh, it's, uh, so, so... Mm-hmm. I would ask you to join us on the inside, but your best skill is the is the bow and the corridors. I I've myself have have run into tr- trouble with my short bow on the inside and the tight quarters. So being outside, being able to uh, strike from a distance is it's needed. All right. Well. Um... Mr. Donovan, I'll, if you trust me, I'll, I'll trust you. And he holds out a hand to shake. I shake it and then bring him in for a bear hug. <gasps> okay, yeah. <laughs> and he, he wraps around to you. Um, and as you let go, it, it, this, this isn't much, but... uh. Here, and he, he hands you an arrow. I that was that was the first arrow I bought, and haven't used it yet. I don't know if it's lucky or not. Um, but you know, hey, if if it, it can bring you luck, maybe. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Mister Donovan. And you see him kind of like pick up some stuff and goes, joins the wave of the crowd that's going that way. Yeah. Eventually, all four of you begin to make your way outside of Brinchander, finding the spot at which Donovan pointed out. The hut is already set up. Donovan, you hear a couple little as people walk through <laughs> joining you within the tiny little hut it's like oh, is uh, is the deer gone roll a d20 <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> like the deer's dead well, I was going to say the docks <laughs> st- kept up with us I don't know yeah. if the deer was able to Fif- we'll 15 15 at some point, you 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 found a nice secluded spot, nice tight trees, and you're laying down um, your alarm, which takes that ten minutes to cast. About halfway through, you just hear a 
as you feel a tongue kind of just like licking the back of your ear. You turn around and there's Jane, the doe. The deer, the female deer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I just kind of, yeah, it's good to see you. <laughs> and that's with you back. But as you all four arrive, Jolly and Seven somehow also making their way over. Um, you find yourselves within the dome with Jane and Donovan. All right, what's the plan? How many? How many people were we? We did we amass from our day of excursioning, trying to find uh, people for you the cause? You talked to a you talked to a solid amount of people, and those people also talked to other people, and you feel like you've got a solid. 30 or some in oh. your, in your so time. not so not like a rise of the skywalker more like the last jedi <laughs> got it okay <laughs> cool uh well we um after following azar's lead we did gather a few people for the cause but otherwise it looks like it is going to be just us storming the uh, Dorgar stronghold I think, oh. I think Mark is going to lead from behind. <laughs> oh, Mark. Um, I, I think Travis will try to pull his shit together and help however he can. I, if he can, I think he'll be a great help. I just... We'll have to see. And I know Captain Arlegeth will bring who she can, do what she can. She understands the threat. She was there when Rana fell. If you think it's wise, I could ask her to come with us, but I think maybe it's better served if she helps from the front in case we... You know. I mean, the... If we just go in and, and try and take them out by ourselves, we won't survive. We need some sort of distraction to be able to separate them. Yeah. And what of your beloved to, to hospital? <laughs> Is will they be joining as well? I sort of hope not, but she will. She knows we have to get this done. So, I suppose we'll just see, see what happens. Hmm. Is there... So, so what are we going to do when we get there? I mean, if there's a bunch of people outside, how are we going to get them inside? Well, I think, I think we go in the same way we did last time. That Take one out. went to, like, the bottom floor. How do we... Oh, maybe... Um, maybe the dwarves we talked to last time, if we can find them, they could tell us how to open the gate. Maybe. Um. At the risk of this backfiring on us horribly, as these things are wont to do, if we can find a, a map, a blueprint, something to... 
some way of knowing where the gates are and how to get them open, I can turn someone invisible who can sneak through the fortress and get there. Possibly Donovan, he's very good at stealth. Well, also, weren't you one of the creatures before Donovan? Could you do that again? I can disguise self, yeah. Also that. And we have been inside, albeit very, very briefly, but... Oh, wait, um, James, real quick. The, how did the, um, dragon get out of the fortress? <laughs> you saw it, like, scrape up on the wall, and kind of like a chimney chute, it went through a hole. Um, and as you pop out of the, um, the little hole that you found to get inside, um, just... Proactive, or not proactive. Retroactively. Retroactively, mm-hmm. thank you. Retroactively, just roll me a perception check. <laughs> Ooh, 17 plus um, 5, 22. 22. About a, a solid ways away, but you saw a rectangular hole, unnatural, in the mountain that as you noticed that as you were running down, you saw just like a as doors begin to close. So, like, it went all the way up through the top, like a long shaft all the way up to the top. Okay. Maybe, maybe we can get people in. Yeah, maybe we can get people in through the way the dragon went in. You think we should send everyone that way, or should we... Well, we'd have, we'd have to look first. We'd have to look first. Because I can't imagine getting the doors open to a fortress would be easy. I mean, well, it might be easier to get those doors open than the main doors, I'm I'm thinking. Because they'll probably be guarding the main doors. But do we then do we then split it up even more? Send Mark and Trovis and the Grinshander faction to the front gates and one of us goes to unlock those. Send Imtra and the East Haven faction to the shaft while one of us tries to open that from the inside. Oh, I'm just thinking once we get inside, we just try to open whatever's easiest. If we don't have any way to communicate where we're, what we're opening, though, how are they going to get there in time? Oh, I can fly out. Do you think, um... Do you think we even want them to... Wait, so, what? <laughs> what? You can fly? She, she does this a lot, actually. You know she can breathe fire, right? You've seen that one? Yes. Okay. Oh, I can jump out of the way of things now, too. So. Ah. Good on you. I I just do magic. It's just all, mine's all just magic. Honestly, it's the the two sit-ups a day that have really been, uh, uh, (laughs) really allowed me to. Good on you, Donovan. Good on you. Right. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> right. Okay. So we we get inside. We open up everything we can. We hope that the others can come in and finish off any one or anything we haven't. Yeah. Just find the easiest way in. Right. Maybe they've sent a lot of their people out already. I don't know how many people they had, but hopefully they sent people out 
in the attack and they haven't come back yet because there was a lot of them well didn't they say something about they had they had people in every single of the ten towns ready to strike after the dragon had I remember this. I, I thought yeah. that was. Yeah, so Did they say that, James? Yeah. So I mean, there's obviously got people all over the place. Mm. If we destroy the forge. That's the priority. Destroy Correct. the forge and destroy the uh, sunblight, the last remaining one. Beyond that, we can pick off the incidental Duragar that are scattered about as we come across them, or perhaps they'll flee back to the Underdark once their commander and their plan is destroyed. But I think we have to prioritize making sure they can't make another of those dragons and we need we need to finish off that family. Make sure none of them are left. I agree. Right. Well, I suppose we should all get a rest then. Um, maybe I'll go let Imdra know the plan and then join you back here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sounds I like shall, a plan. I shall take first watch for the evening. Okay. Narthi, you set yourself up looking through this semi-transparent dome that Donovan has set up. Donovan and Azar, you begin to take your rest. Elspeth, you head back towards Brinchander. <clears throat> and you have to wait a few as there is still a line of people just trying to get in and do you wait your turn or are you just trying to like worm your way through? Um... <sighs> I don't. I don't want to have to wait. Uh, no, I. <laughs> I think I call it my dancing lights. I form three of them into the like like a glowing symbol of Kelimvor, sort of above me, and I use the fourth to actually like light my badge up and kind of use that. Like I'm not gonna be like super pushy, but it's just a very clear like servant of the gods doing a thing. Please move mm-hmm. to give myself a little bit more of the like ability to weave through without people getting quite as pissy at me and especially because it's a death symbol and there was just all this massive destruction uh hoping that people are going to be a little more like oh yeah she's probably busy make performance check of course it would be fucking performance (laughs) all access all access backstage pass backstage pass okay okay but i rolled good do oh. I, I? Yeah, I don't have any modifier for that. I don't know why I even bothered checking, but I rolled a 17. Nice. 17, okay. So. You put on an air, very much like the sisters back at the Abbey when they were just very prim and proper and they moved through the halls and you just try and find that stature and walk in yourself. And as you do, you just slowly watch as people begin to split off and the lights definitely assist in the air of mystery very creepy inherently it really helps and as they depart out of the way even the guards some or a few of them who have seen you before within the battle like help usher the way for you to get through and you weave your way and after asking around, you know that Indra is at the town hall, and you are 
let in and told that she's in a room upstairs. Great. Once I get inside, I will drop all of the BS and I will just head up to wherever I was directed and knock mm -hmm. on the door. Knock on the door and you have to wait a few moments before uh, Indra opens the door and she's dressed in very simple um, sleeping wear and she's like, oh, oh. Um, Sorry, um, I thought I should let somebody know our plans, just in case. Yes, oh, no, yes, um, right, um, and she, uh, do, do you mind if I... Just... No, that's... Okay, good, um, um, she opens the door, and in there is a very sleep, very simple quarters, there is a table with, um, a singular chair, and she kind of just moves the table so that way, um, it, it, uh, she sits in the chair, giving you the opportunity to sit in the bed. Got it. Uh... Uh, yeah, uh, that, like, brief hesitation of, like, oh, God, this is so awkward, and then just kind of, no, we gotta do business. Um, Elspeth will sit down on the bed and fish, like, one of her remaining notebooks and pencils, realizing, like, oh, man, it's it seems like it was decades ago that I was taking all of these notes and recording all these things. She hasn't touched them in, you know, probably since the Black Cabin, basically. Um, and we'll kind of like rough sketch a map and sort of explain like this is kind of what we know this is what we're where we're going this is where the dragon came from we think this is kind of the general plan and sort of just relay whatever information she can call up to try to help uh and and just uh leaning into like and that's that's it um Whatever distractions, whatever damages all of you can cause, we'll get everything open as quickly as we can, and we'll operate from the inside for as long as we're able. Yes, and uh, it's about an hour of working, and she's also brought in some paper, as you all have, you're in the town hall, paper's not that hard to come by. Neither is writing implements, and she's writing down. And you can see, like, spread out across this desk, just like your notes and her notes all intermingled together and just basically a battle plan, if you will, of, like, how to assault the fortress. At the end of this hour, of which she's just like, well, um, this will be most helpful. Um, I know... Uh, with East Haven, uh, we, we do not have a lot to spare, and neither does Brennan Shander, but we will make do. And apparently there are some very incensed individuals after speaking to your friends Azar and um, Renner's sister, uh, Narthi. They're, um, they're very persuasive. I, I don't give Azar enough credit. She's always looked after me and all of us really she's she knows what she wants she's very good at getting it yes um it's always a good friend to have they they don't spell the bullshit <laughs> <laughs> no no Azar's never been one for bullshit it's uh, one of her best qualities yes well um is there anything else you would like to discuss I know you have a earlier mornings than I do, so I, um, and I believe you are not staying here, so 
I do not know if you need to get on your way. I, um, no, I probably should, um, go find somewhere to rest. It's been a long couple of days for everyone, I think. Yes. Um, well, and she walks over to the door and opens it up. Uh, what's her arm is kind of crossed behind her back. You know, you don't have to stand like a soldier when we're just you're in your pajamas. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've I've seen your pajamas before. We we did we we did this before. Uh, I... it, uh, sorry, it's uh, happy to him. Um... <laughs> of course, um, I I realize I wasn't really myself then. I wish I had been. I think things might have gone better. I don't know about better or worse, but it is all good. <laughs> it's not, but I appreciate the sentiment. Um, I should go get some rest. Maybe, maybe everything will be fine. Maybe it'll be easy for once. Not counting on it, but we can always hope, right? Right. Um, well, have a good night, Elspeth, and I will see you hopefully on the battlefield, and hopefully afterwards. Yes, I'd like that very much. I never read your letter. <laughs> and you can see on her paler skin, just like red, just rush through. Um, well, it is a... Uh, mm, well, if you haven't read it, I <laughs> no need. It is. Uh, I mean, you can give it back, and it is a. Um, it is a. Would you like to just tell me what it said? Um. <laughs> uh, I am not the best with a spoken words, but uh, if you still have it on you, I could um, read it. Uh, Elspeth will fish around in the bag and pull out the still sealed letter. Um, I wasn't I didn't mean to not never, just never got a chance. Sorry. No, no, it is uh, it is fine, it is um uh, I will begin to read and she cracks the seal opens it <clears throat> um, dear Elspeth uh, <laughs> I scratched out a lot um, basically uh, she kind of holds it to her chest <laughs> basically I um after uh, reading um, the, 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 uh, the poetry book, I, uh, I thought I would uh, write you um, some poetry, but... Uh, um... Elspeth is going to cut her off by just kind of putting putting her hands over Imdra's, so they're both sort of holding the letter. It just goes, you realize that book was terrible, right? Very, very true. And I thought maybe I could write something better. And it turns out writing poetry is... Is very hard. <laughs> and uh, Elspeth will cut her off and just kiss her. 
<laughs> and there is that momentary surprise. And she kisses you back. <clears throat> well, that's the first time we've gotten a chance to do that. And we haven't been in an immediately life-threatening situation. So Yes, very, very true. Um, and you can see her, like, look at the open door, kind of look at the <laughs> bed there. Um, I do not know where you are staying, but perhaps uh, it is quite late and... Um, could. I don't want to impose. Um, uh, there would be no imposition, really. It would be. Um... Are you sure? And she looks at you, and you see a bit of that nervousness kind of melts as you hold eye contact for a bit. And she just says, Yes. Then I'd love to stay. Lean and shut the door. Close the door. We fade to black. Dorothy. Roll a perception check. <laughs> she can pick Meanwhile, up on this. She, she hears that. <laughs> she hears a, a subtle sonar of the waves rolling in and the, uh, <laughs> and the earth crashing, and that is a four perception plus whatever it is. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, perception. Uh, so it's an eight. There's eight. a deer licking your ear. What's <laughs> <laughs> going? What is this feeling? Oh, what is this? What is that? What is that? It's not the good kind of wet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! <laughs> like the ocean, God. Oh, get your I mind out of Dugan's hole. What have I don't understand? What are you talking about, you <laughs> land dwellers? You got another shirt there? Get your mind out of Dugan's hole. <laughs> Get your mind out of Dugan's hole. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, slowly the snow that has been lightly drifting just kind of peters onto the dome. Jane occasionally wakes up and it's... There is a fondness from this dough that is just kind of immediately to you which you kind of find a little odd for a land creature yes. mm -hmm. but it does seem to be fond of you Hello. Um, and it just kind of looks at you big eyes before just like finding a place in the snow and very much like a dog just kind of like lays its head on your lap Pat, pat. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, when the, my shift is over, I'm surprised that Elspeth hasn't, in my mind, hasn't returned. But uh, uh, we'll look to the left, whoever's there, if it's Donovan. Um, wake him up, if it's Azar. Yeah. Wake her oh. up gently. Um. <laughs> yeah, so you reach over to your left, and you uh, reach over to Azar, and you gently wake her up. I'm the bear trap. Yes, yeah, say so watch out for the bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> Which she's she's actually hugging, and she, it's just loaded. And she's hugging your bear trap. Oh. <laughs> um, I know exactly. Bizarre, darling. Um, I believe it is your turn for watch. Nothing occurred except this deer. There's a drooly deer on your lap. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, very good. Okay, yeah. Just look at the spot where Elspeth should be. You're like, okay. okay. Mm, <laughs> yeah. <Now we> <laughs> Everybody roll insight. <laughs> With advantage, because you all knew it was coming. <laughs> Pun. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I'll roll the perception check for me. Oh, uh, yes. Most of the screen stopped walking. Okay. Uh, that's not bad. It's uh, 11 plus uh, 5, 16. 16. Even with your lack of dark vision, the, at the time you start thinking of walk, yeah, there is some clouds overhead with snow coming down. But about an hour and a half in, you look up and you see just the stars, the moon, which is full at this moment. Um, you look and silhouetting across the sky, you swear you see a giant bird just going across. Yeah, we've seen this before. I mean, at some point earlier on, we saw this. And yeah. you're like, so I'll watch it and see if I can, uh, like throughout my watch, and see if I can tell which direction it heads once it flies away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now, let's see. Okay, yeah. Um, nature or survival? Yeah. Just awesome all of those things. Uh, survival is plus two. Twice what my nature is. <laughs> That's an 11. 11. For you, the orientation? Yeah, I think you'd be able to figure it out. Uh, for you, it's going left to right, but it looks like it's going from west to east. Um... The time, it's a little harder to pinpoint, but you know it's not super late into the night. Okay, yeah, just want to see where it's headed. Mm -hmm. Eventually it leaves your view as the trees kind of block the way, and you know you're watched to be over. I'll wait up a little bit longer, because, you know, Donovan's old and he's a little bit more asleep, but eventually I'll wake him up. Wake up, Donovan. Uh, really? Not, no sit-ups. Later. Oh. Your turn for your turn to keep watch here, and I'll, I'll just like hand him one stone with light on it. All right. Kind of just make sure that it's low enough to to not give us away. But yeah, you can cover it with your hand. Yeah. And then just, all right. And then he pulls out, uh, he pulls out a dagger and then just kind of sits up. And <laughs> that's it. Just kind of sit up and look. Perception check. Ooh, hold on. 16. 16. <clears throat> How, how tucked or how tucked into the woods did you decide or not too far just mm. a little bit off the off the path okay so you're tucked in a decent amount um, but not so much that you can't see out past the forest mm -hmm. and as you're surveying this 
frozen, barren landscape. You see the faint little hints of light coming from Bryn Shander some ways away. And you look beyond, and you see just in the darkness of night, a strip of green, a strip of blue. And you watch as the lights in the sky begin to shift and warp as you watch greens and blues and purples dance across the sky, playing amongst the stars. And you watch in contrast to the darkness below, just all the color up above before, after a few moments, it's gone. Do I... Have I heard of that before, or seen it before? Have we ever seen it before? You haven't seen it before while you've been up here, but roll me a... uh, I'll give you either Nature or Arcana. They're all the same. Five. Total? Total. Do you have no idea? They've just... You just watched a very beautiful light show up in the sky. I don't know. My planet exploded, maybe? I don't know. That's not good. That's not good. Uh, I'm going to wake somebody up. That's... This is... Uh, Narthy, since she's, she's from up here. I'm going to, like, Narthy! Narthy! Uh, she'll kind of wake up with, like, a... <laughs> Whoops! Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what? Uh, what the? Shh, shh, shh. Hey, uh, so I, so I, ju- I just saw something in 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 the sky. Um, all of these like these colors, the, these greens and blues. I, I don't know if is, it, did. I don't know did it did something ex- explode or or is it? Uh, I don't. I don't. I've never seen anything like that before. Donovan, what part of the world are we in? We're in Icewind Dale. What? Direction. What part of the world are we in? The top of the world? Oh my god. (laughs) We are in the northern part of the world. What did you see in the sky? There were these lights. Put it together. Lights of the north. Sure. Is that, is it a thing? Is that a thing? Absolutely. You've never heard of the Northern Lights? No. (laughs) My dear sir. I'll explain it in the morning, and he'll pat him on the stomach, and then just kind of roll roll back over to bed. (laughs) All right. Okay, so if she... Leaving Donovan completely terrified. And not, <laughs> without any, without any true answers, just like. <laughs> well, I mean, but but then again, you don't care. I was like, okay, it's... no, I don't. So I'll just uh, I'll just kind of hold my dagger tighter. <laughs> and eventually, morning comes. The only real indication of it is that far off in the distance, you can just see 
strip of orange touching the horizon line, just giving the spine of the north a little bit of a silhouette. But the sun is so far away. Yes. Oh, it's just like Donovan. Um, will eventually just go to sleep, and I get you know he'll wake up jolly and be like, "Keep watch for two hours." Looks around, very stoic, almost gives you a nod, (laughs) (laughs) and just like stands straight up. Um, But yes, you all awake to a very upright, jolly, (laughs) and the sun very far off in the distance, it seems, giving silhouette to the spine of the north. Elspeth, you wake up in the arms of oh. your um, Definitely wake up that brief moment of panic of like, oh god, that's not Donovan, because usually I fall asleep like using <laughs> Donovan as a pillow. And then remember where I am. <laughs> like, oh, that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> and it's probably one of the best sleeps you've had in a long time. But you very quietly take the arm off of Imdra as you begin to shuffle your way out, (laughs) making your way through the town hall. One of the guards, she's just kind of standing over and you're doing the walk. (laughs) It's like... Uh, Just kind of look at, like, again, that, like, flush of, like, dark purple that happens and and just sort of (laughs) nod, like, yep, hurry up a little quicker. Mm-hmm. And as you get dressed walking down the streets of Brinchander, which has <laughs> found some quiet in these early hours of the morning, you reconvene with your party as they are just beginning to wake up, and you are greeted by Jolly, who's just standing there and just, like, gives you a nod before looking out into the horizon. Good boy. Uh, I will reach into my bag and find whatever dried fish I have left and offer it to him. Kind of think people like, mm, I did kind of just bail on everybody and not take a watch. Okay. <laughs> sit down next Takes to him and wait for everybody else to wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll just sit. To awake and there before you, you see Elspeth who was not there for <clears throat> the evening. And the and the dome just disappears because it's been eight hours, and suddenly this <gasps> this cold just hits everybody except for his arm. Oh, yes. <sighs> Zara's already into her second set of stretches. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan sees that and is like, huh, 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 huh. "It's Oscar okay. You can skip a day. It's fine." No, that was very good. You did three of them. I'm very proud of you, Donovan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Roll a d20. Give us some athletics. Uh, two. I only did two. <laughs> did two, and that third grunt was just like you laying on the ground, just like... <laughs> right. Good morning, Elspeth. Good morning. Um, are we having breakfast, or shall we just get going, then? Eat on the way. Probably just head back to town real quick, make sure everyone's ready to go before. Oh, they're ready to go. Oh. Well they will they will be. We 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 should eat. I would like to see the land before we go. 
Uh. Let's let's head in. Get some food. Did we get a long rest? <laughs> yeah, you got a long rest. For sure. Um, wait, sorry, I didn't quite hear that, JP. What did you want to do? Want to see Valin before we leave? Uh, okay, yeah. Hmm. I heard Bolin, um, and I was like, "Is he here?" <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, dude! Whoa, um, dude! Where am I? How'd I get up here? Um. So oh, you... hold on. Little percent just raided. Thank you, Thank you for the raid. Thank you. Yep, 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 yep. Titan Media Collective. Hey, nice. It. Thank you so much. Thank you, our benevolent overlords. Um. <clears throat> So you all re-enter into the, the city of Brinchander. You find a nice little place to eat. Azar, you ask around for Velen, and through some channels, um, after you all are partaking in your morning meal, you see striding over in her puffy parka with her owl snowball on her left shoulder. She walks over, pulls up a chair from another table, sits down, it's like, well, I am impressed. Hey. Hi. Hi. Uh, Hi. So you, other day, before, you know, things happened and dragon and all that stuff, you, uh, you wanted our help with something? What, what do you want? I was busy. Right, right, right. Well, <clears throat> sorry. Yes, I know we're in that in the heat of the moment, and I really didn't get to explain myself. But yes, I am Velen Harpo. I am of the Arcane Brotherhood, which I say with pride. I do not say with hushed tones that I am very much proud to be a part of. So, what is happening? Well, there is talks that I'm sure you all know of the uh, hidden city of Yithrin. Um, you've spoken to Avarice about it. I'm sure she's regaled you with tales of it. You might have I mentioned to... it. <laughs> I wish to get there first. And whom Birdie looks over at Snowball told me that the gateway, the key to said place is off on the sea of moving ice. And that key is also happens to be in the possession of, um, <laughs> well, they say a god. So you all seem to be very capable, and I thought I would, uh, so long. Your little spy here has found the location of the hidden city, but you're needing a bunch of misfits to help you get it. Is that right? The hidden city is not in the Sea of Moving Ice. The key is there. And the key is with a god. Yes. Any particular one? Maybe one that takes the form of a giant sort of oh, snowy owl bear. You seem to be thinking what I am saying. Uh, Elspeth is just, like, staring at Snowball in, in sort of just, like, I knew... It, it's very much that, like, I knew something was up, you little shit. <laughs> and as you're, like, eating your food, A-Root just kind of hops over onto your shoulder and then, like, takes a peck. 
Well, I don't, I, I don't know about this. Uh, <laughs> set him down on the table. Looks down at your plate of food. I'll just push in front of him. Yeah. Sorry, just raises a hand. So, what exactly do you want? I would like your assistance. Doing what Getting. exactly? Uh, well, to the island for safety, for protection. What island? Um, the fortress what? where the Frost Maiden lives. Probably the one I saw in the mirror. Now we know where it is. Apparently, someone's known where it was the whole time. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> Head pops up, looks at you, goes back to food. <laughs> okay. You use way too many words to say that. Um, sure. Well, we have to go get the Dwergar first, and then we can go there. Um, oh, we should probably... So I was flying across the sky last night. We should probably wait for her to leave before we go there. Yes, that would be the smart idea. She is a god. Um, but yes, I am in no rush. A little rush. I just, I don't think Avarice knows where it is. And my other compatriot, as we all know, kind of burned in East Haven. So it's just me and Avarice right now. And Lord knows she's a, she's a little slow happen to know where Avarice is right now, would you? Are you also spying on her, perhaps? Well, unfortunately, the last spy I had tracking her, um, hmm, had an unfortunate end. Hmm. I'll bet they tend to do that, don't they? Yes, especially when her guards are two gargoyles who are always keeping track of her, so... Oh, those fuckers. Well, you know, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Certainly, that is why I love you all. Love, that's a bit of a strong word. But I'm fan. I'm a fan. Hmm. Everybody done? I think we should hit the road. Yes. Yeah, Azari has missed potion. all of this context. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everything this I don't understand what this person is talking about. I, no. Well, I'm oh, sure fine. I can illuminate further, but... No, thank you. No, no, has yeah, been expect- you all seem <laughs> very busy, and I, again, I'm a very patient woman. I can wait. But you, um, the perplexed chap with the, um, the beard and the goatee, you look a little perplexed. Do, do, you, do you have any, like, healing potions or anything to help us on this uh, mission that we're on? Yeah, Maybe you don't happen to be gold. an abjuration specialist or anything, do you? Unfortunately, necromancy is my deal, and kind of looks over and you see the two slovenly... <laughs> undead kobolds just like hanging with drool dripping out Elspeth's um, just fully like oh fucking course she's a goddamn necromancer well, uh, if you are a necromancer do you have any sort of uh, a spell to uh, that you could cast on us that might help a, a, a ward against death or something like that Ooh, that's an oddly specific way of phrasing that friend um, let me quickly check where is Oh god, what are what are her spells? Where are creatures? I don't know actually if Death Ward is a uh, is if it's a cleric spell or a uh... It is a cleric spell because I have it, but it might also be a wizard spell. Let's see, what does she have? Hmm. Well, unfortunately, love My specialities, while I 
I always say, a wizard who can only cast spells is a very useless wizard. That's why I ask for help. But also, a wizard who cannot take care of themselves is a very poor wizard indeed, and I am a wizard that is able to take care of myself. But others, I am a little lacking in that department. Right. So what you're saying is you can so no. protect okay. yourself and can't do anything to help us. Right. Um, we like need to go. She uses a lot of words, doesn't she? Yes, she does. And none of them, of which I understand. <laughs> so. like, root around through my bag. Just like, find like one of the last pieces of unused shard. And it's like, see if you can do something with this. Like, Come on, guys. Let's, let's go. <laughs> so Donovan, those lights you saw last night, when the magnets of the world can go And then we'll go off on a tangent. <laughs> just talking to Donovan about this. But yeah. As you leave Velen there and your remains of breakfast that Arut is happily uh, taking part in, you all begin to make your way back to the spine of the world to do battle with Durgar once more. And that is where we're going to take our break, friends. That was the voice I was trying to get Velen to do, and now we're finally there by being an announcer. Hey. Um, hey. <laughs> Welcome to those who joined us, and farewell for a brief moment as we go into our break. We'll be back in a quick 7 to 10, grab some drinks, grab a snack, do whatever you need to do, and uh, we'll be back in a few moments, all right? Okay, uh, get to that fight. Welcome back, everybody. Um, yeah, we have all gotten our drinks. We have all gotten our snacks. Our heroes have just talked with the leaders of 10 towns to gather troops to make an assault on the Sunblight Fortress. They are about to do so because <clears throat> we're going to fast forward a bit as you all trek back to the spine of the world down to its very base. There you find Daryl, the Myconid, once more, who takes you back up to the secret hole that he used to get out. And yeah, you are standing at the entrance of this secret hole. I would like to see if I could find the um, spot where the dragon flew out last time. Yeah. Um, go ahead and roll me a sir. Um, are you, or I guess, how are you going to go about that? Are you just like surveying or are you actually trying to find Yeah, it? I'm going to go and try and find it. Okay, just for surveying, let's go with perception check real quick. 
Nope, seven. Seven? You know it was in that direction. Yeah, I'm going to go and try and find it. Okay. Right, it and should be go... pretty big because the dragon came out of it. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you, you search for... Roll me an investigation check. Ooh, yay, I get advantage on those. Yeah, first one is an eight. Uh, that's an 18 plus my one investigation. 19. You knew I was in this direction, and it does take you a little bit of like combing through, but you find yourself on a pretty slanted portion of the mountain. And as you start to clear away some of the snow, you tap on to some constructed metal. And you're like, huh. And you pretty certain you found that entrance. Uh, I'd like to clear it off, see if there's any way, like, you know, get a, pr pry it up, or if it, it might not even lock, I don't know. See if there's any way to open it. Yeah, and you start to clear out this area, and it is a large space. It is, after you finish clearing it, it's about 20 by 30 feet with just this rectangular doorway with a singular slit down the middle and as you try and pry it open even with your bare hands you you get the sense this isn't something you can just open yeah it's probably got a mechanism okay can't be open from the outside well i'll head back over to the secret hole to the secret hole above dugan's hole anyway um is there anything you want? Matt's just like, I'm done with this. <laughs> we can, we can yes. talk about holes all day long. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm just, Save it for the after show. We yeah, need exactly. something to make them feel special. Some holes for later. Matt is just exhausted doing this all. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. What? But while Azar was looking for things, um, Nothi has started to go inside the secret oh. hole. Yeah. Um, Nothi is on a mission now. She's back where she wants to destroy Alduragar and has just barged in. I know there's a plan, but she's just heading right in. Okay. So, uh, North, and uh, Donovan's going to follow along. Be like, oh, when we get to the edge, uh, let me uh, use my wand to see if there's any enemies on the other side. I, right on, Donovan. Do what you need to do. Hopefully, there's Sturgar didn't pack in the hole too tightly behind us after we asked them to cover it. Bizarre, when you arrive back to where all your friends were, they are gone. Oh, <laughs> it's fine. I'll jump down. She's, jump down. She knows what's up. Azar knows what the plan yeah. was. Exactly. Azar's <laughs> like, getting in there no matter what. So it's like, okay, sure. <laughs> Daryl just kind of like points to the hole. It's like, mm, and you go down the hole. Oh, before I go, I'll tell them it's like, uh, tell them to wait oh, 20 minutes before they make a move on the door. All the people that we came with. Them. All the people, I just point down the way we came to the, I don't know, 50 or 60 people that we brought with us. Bring them with. They're coming later. That's what oh, Mark Well, and they should be following right behind us. I assume They're they were following behind us. Hopefully. Well, and Elspeth said an hour? Because I feel, what was the time? thing that you gave them i'm just curious what it was i didn't give them a specific time uh, i don't 
thing. Well, no, wait, no, because we discussed. No, we discussed because Donovan. No, Donovan told Mark to have them now. talk about an hour after us. So if he related, I'm, I'm going to assume that we relayed all of that conversation. And so then I would have relayed that to Imdra of like, we're planning to leave at this time in the morning. And as soon as we get there, we're going to top in whatever and leave it to her to between her and Mark to pass that information on to Trovis and Duvessa and yeah. anybody else. Yeah, um, so at least they know we've gone inside. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the first three going through the tunnel, you <clears throat> meander your way through the tedium of just rock hole is not as bad as you know how long it takes to just get through. Eventually you butt up against a lot of pile of rocks that were not there before. Just gonna, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, I'm gonna wand of detection to the other side. Cool. How many feet does that go? 60 feet. Wow. Uh, it can sense the presence of hostile creatures that are ethereal, invisible, disguised, or hidden, as well as those in plain sight. Keyword is hostile, right? Yep. Okay. You wave out the wand. It detects nothing at the moment. I think we're clear on the other side. So we need to start slowly quietly opening this hole <laughs> all yep. right open the hole stealth checks oh all right eventually you meet up with them and begin to pass rocks so what are we doing at the check check for everybody check. Oh, sorry what kind of check i Stealth. Stealth checks. Okay, Stealth. sorry. Six. Sixteen. Eighteen. Ooh, okay. Mm. <laughs> Narthy, your um your uh, uh gung ho, your I'm a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. A little faster does make a couple rocks slip out of your hands, but your teammates do pick up uh, from your zealous nature. Eventually you clear the rocks way, unearthing the two Duragar that you had killed before, sending them further up the tunnel. Um, eventually you once more see within the tall room, stone bare, and currently Two Durgar and the similar posts as the two that you had taken out prior. Are they the same ones we talked to last time? In the dark, it's a little hard to tell. Uh, can I get close enough to tell what they're thinking? Uh, what's the range on that? 30 feet. 30 feet. You're going to have to. Uh, Scooch your way on, and you rolled a 16 on 16. Set? Yeah, 16. Did they uh, call, 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 uh, call Brack? I'll just kind of... Well, I'll wait until Zardas is as she's sneaking ahead. Okay. As you 
are about to call out, you just feel Azara's hand just kind of push you off to the side. And you can see attached to like the back of her spinal cord, or like in the back of her head attached to her spinal cord further down, it's just like this <laughs> slug-like entity just like <laughs> plopped on there. And you watch as Azara just slowly slips <laughs> over. <clears throat> Um, and they don't roll uh, for, for surface level thoughts, right? For tech thoughts, yeah. they don't. There's no yeah. save for just what they're thinking at the moment. Yeah, just at the moment. <laughs> and you see them, one of them's just kind of posted up against the, um, the side of the wall. The other one's kind of just squatting, like just fiddling with a rock in their hand. And they're, you just hear a new or a thought from the one leaning back. It's like, <sighs> I just wish could be in there, you know, making shit, but no, just staring in a dark room, not like anyone's going to come through here. Sigh. Wonder what I'm having for a lunch. <laughs> Maybe some mushroom bread. Maybe... Maybe, and you can just see her his thoughts just keep yeah. going down the train of food. Just bored and paying no attention. That's how I like my guards. So <laughs> the other guy just have like TikTok songs on loop. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, and he's fiddling with the rock. You like tap into his brain, and it's just like I'm holding a rock. It's super kind of dull. I wish I had more rocks. <laughs> My mind is kind of bullshit. <laughs> this job is bullshit. <laughs> so I am going to, uh, uh, one thing that I remembered, because it's been a while, is that we actually carried over a dangerous oil car. Uh, yes. Um, which gives a, uh, makes a, it now, uh, when applied to a normal weapon, that weapon becomes a plus one magic weapon for 10 minutes. Mm. Or it adds a bonus if you are, it's already magical. Mm. So cool. We should, um, it's an action, but as soon as we hit combat, that should yep. go on someone's yeah. weapon. So Azar will come back, like, okay, there's two guards, it just seem kind of bored. That's good. Uh, I don't I mean, know if they're the same ones I can't see. Um, do we want to send Donovan in disguise to talk to them, or do we want to just jump them now? Perhaps, Donovan, you should go ahead and disclose the um, victory of the, the dragon to throw people off the track. Perhaps... Uh, is it... Mm. As in the, the dragon succeeded in destroying ten towns? Correct. And then when they are all celebrating, and then just start making like slash <laughs> Um, I think if 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 what Azar says that these guys are distracted, let's first just take out individually ones if we can. So right. just sneak up and, and yeah, and you know we're I not mean, planning to keep anyone alive at this point, are we? No, Even no absolutely okay, not. Right, so that's everyone just, okay. here is dead. Yes, right. Okay. 
Now, Kolbrak and Karad were um... dead. Oh, those are the ones that wanted to help. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you know, they still stood by and let their you know leader create a dragon that destroyed ten times. I'm gonna start sneaking towards these guys to go see if I can slice <laughs> yeah. a throat. I'm not gonna wait for this. <laughs> Elspeth's tired of waiting for these conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? Uh, does anyone mind if I uh, use dangerous oil on my bow? You've been wanting to use that dangerous oil for weeks, Jonathan. <laughs> Please use it. Use the dangerous oil yeah, for the whole. Uh, that is an 18 to slip past everybody and start nice. stealthing up Slashing. along the edge of this toward the guards. I have good dark vision, so I'm assuming I can yes. kind of spot them and pick around. I would like to follow along one action mm-hmm. later. <laughs> yeah. Um... Go ahead and roll stealth checks if you want to go beat the shit out of them. Yep. I rolled an 18. Mm-hmm. 13. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Go? Oh, well, we are approaching. Yes, of course. If you want. You don't have Love to. Love to. Yeah. yeah, I'm keeping this die. This is going to be my new special die. That's another natural 20. So oh, 26. Hell yeah. Five. Five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First, that heavy armor keeps you so protected, makes you so clanky. Shield is a little um, wonky. <laughs> As you three are kind of like fanning out Narthi, you just walk straight towards them. And they're like, uh, excuse me, um, the other three go ahead and go for a surprise round. I would like the one who is leaning against the wall to fail a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. Uh, does a 13 make it? It does not. He is going to take 12 points of non-resistible necrotic damage as a bell rings in his head. Is, um... Uh, yeah, they were surprised, right? So they're gonna... I'll shoot the one on the left. Okay. Twenty-one points of damage. Okay, so the one by the wall (laughs) just hears a spectral bell, and then just gets an arrow straight through the neck. And the other one holding the rock is like, "Wait!" Two punches for nineteen damage. Let go. Actually, no. One of that was a staff, but. That rock falls from his hand. He's dead. That is Ooh. possibly the best we've ever done at group tactics. Well done, everyone. <laughs> it really was, though. <laughs> it's, it's so depressing. We're finally learning. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> All right, I'll be doing it again. Arthur no, runs. I'm kidding. <laughs> he runs into there... the room. <clears throat> yeah. And I forget. Was there any other doors in here? I, I don't. I don't recall. So there's the door to the um, forge that you do mm-hmm. remember going through. Then there is the um, one further down this uh, kind of like tunnel way that you didn't go through, but you heard the um, because of the uh, announcement. Um, people heading towards the forge from that direction, but not through your door. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because the the um founders are there. Okay, 
Uh, so maybe we should check the other door. Make sure there's no one there. Because we know what's this one. Or sure. we just pop into the forge, take out anyone who's there as quietly as possible, and then start wrecking its shit. Correct. And everyone will come to us. I enjoy that. Either way. Okay. Everyone is like a hundred. If if we can sneak through here, let's peep. Let's peep both the doors. See what we see. Are any either of these two dwarves uh, particularly tall? (laughs) Roll me a d twenty. Three. They seem both to be particularly short, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Could, well, Noth- could Narthy fit into one of the uh, outfits? Or are they bigger than she is? How tall is Narthy? She's four. Four ten, I think. Four ten? Yeah, she's something like that. Four ten. You were taller than them. Okay, we squeezed right. you into one last time, but it that's was right. like the sexy midriff version. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we did. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, you you were you were sexy midriff uh, Duragar. Donovan was a very tall Duragar, and I went invisible. <laughs> That's last right. I time we did about this. They probably remember the sexy midriff one too, so we probably shouldn't. <laughs> we probably shouldn't do that. Well, did you do anything bad? Maybe that's actually an excellent distraction. They all oh. wanted to seem to want to talk to you because you were so hot. Got it. And then we'll just <laughs> you know flash cut too. <laughs> She's now in sexy. Yeah. Duragar. Are you are you gonna Duragar. apply the disguise kit once more? <laughs> um, I didn't know. Azar, do you? Uh, who was the one that made? I, yeah, yeah, that one. yeah, so I'll I, give advantage to Azar. I did, 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 did. That's right. I'm proficient in it. Okay, come on, teamwork. We're sniping these peeps. We're um, putting on makeup. What, what, we'll, what, we'll guard the doors just and like, like listen at the doors while this is happening. Killing, you know, that sideburns off. Um, with disguise kit, it would be. Oh, we'll make it proficiency plus dexterity if you have dexterity. This is nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Azar, you've not- done it again. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. It's not as clean as last time because I remember last time it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But you feel confident that it is a pretty close recreation of it. And you had your team of makeup artists, Narthy, where Donovan was doing the hair and Azar was going for the face and you were using little bits of the dead ones in front of you. <laughs> the, the hair in particular. Um, and once again, you were <laughs> Right. Let's do it. Let's kill. Let's avenge my brother. Let's get him there and do it. I'd like to peep inside the door of the fort, like very gently sort of like crack the door open and try to look, Um, listen, see if there's anybody in there currently. Yeah, you look through. um, Definitely a lot more lit because of the forge and the foundry. Um, Because you're looking through a smaller crack, make me a perception check. Of course. Where did I put the good d20? (laughs) Uh... Modify for this character. That is a 17. 17. Okay. It was very dull prior, but when you open the door, you can just hear the ting, 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 as people are already back at work. Um, it's, it's not a comforting sound knowing that you have 
blown up their weapon of mass destruction and they are already back at work. But as you look through the door, you can see just off on to the left side because you like you opening the door inwards and you look in. Um, you see just the barest edge of the forge just and you can hear that along with the tinging of the metal on um, metal you just hear that ever pervasive mm, of the heart um, but otherwise you just hear work and you can see some Duragar moving here and there with carts of Charlin and one that is in particular going at it in an anvil nearby. Um, of what I can, like, can I get a rough impression of about how many, like, like knowing that I don't have full, but like, do I spot, does it seem like there's maybe like five Durgar in here or there are like 50 Durgar in here? Mm. Can, I, can I get mm. like a general sense of? Yeah, based on the sound, you get a, a sizable amount, more okay. than 10, but it's definitely not as much not like as the whole when the announcement was being made. Um, I will very quietly kind of close the door again so that nobody notices and I will turn to the rest of the group and report all of that back uh, ending with we need to destroy that heart again that's sort of um, I can get to it but as soon as I do anything to it they're going to know I'm there so we've got to be tactical about it but I can get right up on it if we need to or I can get somebody else right up on it. So uh, also, <clears throat> as he kind of pulls out the gray bag, we've got some friends. And if, uh, if there are multiple people in there, if any of them make a run for it, maybe, maybe they could try and stop them. It's a very good idea. Do you want to pull them now or wait till we need them? I'm going to pull them now. Great. I remember this. Oh, a giant, a weasel. Oh god! Well, that's new. A giant elk. It's also oh. new. And a badger. Badger. Oh, <laughs> Bucky. Oh wait, no wait. Bucky's back. Not because you wait. Was Bucky the giant badger or a regular badger? Regular badger. Oh. Regular. Okay, Bucky. so you do have Bucky, but then you I think have there was. Bucky and Big Bucky. I think you're right. Big B. Big B. That's right. I was like looking at my notes. It's like, which one is Big B? Um, but yeah, Bucky's back. But now you have a weasel and a giant elk. Well, I'm not one for the land, um, as we all know, as and the tactics appear, but if you do, Elspeth, get to the heart, and I am able to go in at with Donovan, with as the Duragar, um, if you are spotted or whatever, I can cast upon you multiple shieldings and or if I'm near you, I can block many attacks that come your way, if it is something that you would like. If we get to, to that do yourself. point. I mean, if we get to that point, I just mean, I, I can turn myself or someone invisible, get them the ability to get hopefully right up there, but as soon as you do anything to it, you lose it, so. I can go. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think that I think that we 
we either all attack the heart at once or we attack the Durgar. Or we do both. Who will what do we think? Uh, no, I'm going to do this as a knowledge check if the DM will let me. What? Based on anything I know about dragons, dragon hearts, any of the information we've gleaned, can I get any sense of what is going to do the most damage here? Like in the sense of like, do I do I know like, mm, magic is a bad idea in this situation, we need to hit it with knives, or do I think like, oh, you know, I could take this out the same way I took out the dragon because my necrotic damage is unresistible. Okay. I don't know what you want me to roll for that. Uh, just but straight intelligence. Straight int. That is a natural 20. Ooh, okay. For okay. a 22. 22, okay. So, um, to describe the structure, first of all, um, as you were looking into this room, and when you all were here, the forge itself was like this uh, massive pyramid with the top kind of sheared off. And as you were in there, you could see the heart within this essentially metal caging. Mm -hmm. um, and from that heart, the almost like a almost spewing of lava was coming out of it. But it didn't seem like lava lava. If that makes sense. Um, but it did, ex like, this flaming liquid did excrete out of this forge and into a trough where people were working. Um, one, you get the sense based on the fire of it all. It's probably a red or a gold dragon heart based on what they can spew out. Sure. Two... It is very protected by the caging that it is within. And okay. three is a heart that is very likely being kept alive with magic. Donovan, I have a very terrible idea. All ears. And I don't know that it should maybe be our first idea. It's uh, it's fire. There's some everything's fire. Everything's going to be on fire. Yep. I do have the ability to contact someone whose entire shtick is ice, because he's literally entombed in it. I can just use cold breath on the whole thing. I think that should be option A, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Pointing at his arm in the dark. Um. Pointy sticks. Uh, if we get, if we go in the next eight minutes, my bow is magic, so that would help. Um, Should we just rush it? I think we just bull rush in and we start slaughtering. <laughs> All right, I like this. Does anybody want to be invisible, or should I save that for a speedy retreat? Yeah, save it. we're going to be making noise. Yeah, I am going to disguise myself as a dur as a dwarf, though. 
Uh, Elspeth is going to fish around in her bag. She's going to pull out the wrapped amulet of Levistus and tuck it into her pocket for easy access because if this goes horribly south, she's going to try something insane. Okay. <laughs> cool. Mm. So you are all standing by the door. We have a disguised Duragar. We have a sexy Duragar. We have, um, I'm sorry, Elspeth, did you go invisible? Elspeth's going in as a drow. She's just going to try to draw attention, honestly. Draw attention. And Azar, what are you? Azar doesn't do subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> Elspeth will stand to open the door and is going to, like, we'll, we'll do the what, give the countdown and then, like, fling the door open. So. And I'm going to just tell the animals to go and kill Duragar. Okay. What are their names? Uh, Giant Elk is obviously killer. killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the weasel? I, did we? Did we? I think we had the weasel before. Oh, we have. Let me. Oh gosh. I. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It doesn't. It does not matter. Um, uh, we'll call the weasel avarice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I feel petty. <laughs> so almost like uh, again, gray resin. These very detailed uh, animals stand by you, Donovan, as you give them their orders. And Killer is like, yes, Killer Moose, Killer Elk. Um, Bucky is ready to go and ready to nibble, and then the weasel just kind of like gives you a little, like, a thing, thing, what? Sociopathic weasel. They couldn't all be good. There has, there's just one little twitchy critter in these things. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting, I've been waiting, come on. Yeah. Um, Stand at the door. Uh, right before we go in, a little blessed moment for Donovan, Azar, and Elspeth. Extra D4 for everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and Elspeth will uh, take a deep breath, look at Donovan, kind of put a hand on his shoulder, and, and just be like, I'm sure this is going to be fine. And you feel the surge of magic come through you. <laughs> But it's new. This is different from what she's done to you before, uh, as she casts Death Ward on you. Oh, yes. Okay. Good to know. All right, you all stand at the doorway, ready to open. Three, two, one. Fling the door. Fling the door open, and you all jut inside. Um, I'd like. And as you do, all the Durgar that are standing there at the forge are like, ting, ting, ting. And as you open the door, their sounds of hammering are masking your entrance, unless it's very like, gagoom. That's why I'm controlling the door instead of kicking it. Like, I'm, I don't mm -hmm. want it to bang, so. You open the door, you all get a surprise round. Should we roll initiative uh, now yes, to make your please. life easier? <laughs> hey, okay, let me let me get some stats up. There we go. What stats for a fight? No. Never. Okay. So I got I got good news and bad news. Alright, well, let's <laughs> start. And also did you um make sure you roll for Bucky Killer and Oh, yeah. Alright. So, uh, 25 to 20. No one. Okay. 
Uh, 20 to 19. 17. 15. Sorry. 17. 17. 17. Did I hear a 17 for Azar as well? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Nafi. Um, 15 to 10? 13 uh, for Elspeth. The badger was 19. <laughs> Go, Bucky, go! Okay. And 13, 4. Okay. Donovan, what you get? Six. Six! Well, that is balls, my friend. I'm sorry. And the good news is, these uh, animals aren't going to last long, or two of them won't anyway. Um, what did the those two get for there? Uh, nine and fourteen. So fourteen is a giant elk. Nine is the weasel. Okay. And Donovan. Okay. This this is going to be interesting. All right, you bust through the door, and the hammering of their work makes your entrance unknown. Bucky's up first. What do you want Bucky to do? Uh, you know what? Um, well, it's, I'll use a bonus action to change my orders for Bucky and the Weasel. Okay. And just tell them... Um, Actually, I'll just say this to all of them: kill, uh, just kill Durgar and stop anyone from escaping. Just that's their, that's their mission. Oh, okay. ask James really quick. Can you just give us a brief "what do we see" moment? Like, yeah. how many Durgar? Where is it? Like, I know we've been. Yeah, bust through the door, and you're ready to charge in, and you see the giant forge there spewing out the molten lava into a trough, and along the trough, um, there is uh, eight or eight anvils, four on each side. Mm-hmm. And there is a Duragar working at each of them. There are Duragar up in four towers, basically looking down into the forge area. All of them just standing guard, looking down. Also, you see working on a basically where the platform of the dragon was. Mm-hmm. You see some. I will say for now, mechanical things with massive hammers on their hands. Okay. Well, and like that. So, yeah. As like I said, robot like things with hands or just some part? Like a robot thing with hands? A uh, thing with hands. And I should also say there is, let me see, um, massive hammer on one hand and like, a, you know, the toy claw thingy. Yeah. But very big and pointy. And how many, I mean, again, I know we have just, we've burst in. How many do we see in the towers above, the four towers? Are there two Durgar each? Yeah, so eight <laughs> in total. Okay. Eight on the anvils, two on the platform, and the two on the platform have the claws and the hammer. Copy. Thank you. Okay. Just like Elspeth, you didn't say it was like this. <laughs> I, I told you there were more than 10, but less than there were when everyone was here. And also I told you that I couldn't see the entire room. So 
You had your chance to say no to this plan. Excuse me, I'm going to go fuck up a dragon yeah, heart. Perhaps now's not the time, folks. Oh yeah, and where is the dragon heart? Is it on the platform as well, or it is not fort? on the platform? It is in that pyramid um, forge, forge. Okay. viewing out the lava. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So it got is it. very well encased as you enter, and you're like, I'm gonna go take out a. Dra- oh wait a second, it's in there. Right. Here so it's visible. Um, it is not visible per se. It is encased in the metallic holding of it all. It's not like a cell, but it's a like a mesh cage. Yeah, I would say mesh is a good uh, But we can see where it is. It's not like you in a box. It, yeah. um, I will say when you look at it, the enclosure that is holding it mechanically will give it cover. Uh, so Buck, yeah, Bucky with a speed of 20 is just going to go and... Uh... Fight the clo- bite the closest Duragar. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> Next up is the Zara on deck. Fourteen. Fourteen, you just see um Bucky start to nibble at the leg and the Duragar's like, what the as it just nibbles on the leg. <laughs> Wait, it, did, it didn't have advantage, did it? Oh, well, it's a surprise, so you, yeah, you wouldn't. Uh, 13, okay. <laughs> yeah, just Bucky's gnawing on its leg, and you're, it's like, hey, what the? Uh, next up is Azar. All right, so I assume the uh, watchtowers are, like, in one in each corner? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, Azar is going to run into the room. And uh, golden flame dragon wings spring from her back, and she's going to jump over the forge, breathe cold down into it, and land on the far, like the furthest um, tower. Okay. You all watch as as Azar just kind of crouches down, spectral wing just go <sighs> out of her back, and she just jumps it's off <laughs> and. As she flies over the mesh cage, she just <laughs> cold rains down onto the. That's eighteen heart. cold damage to the heart. Cold damage. Now let's see here. Um, three quarters cover gives it a plus five. It's a dexterity saving throw, right? Yeah, it's a plus. So cover doesn't matter. Um. How dexterous is the heart, James? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Objects typically automatically fail. Yeah. 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 You said 18 points? 18. As you jump over and release this cold breath, you all watch as the heart almost has like a spasm, if you will, just like against the cage as the cold just seizes it up and you watch as this beating red dragon heart just begins to like molten lava cool and harden and blacken and immediately all of the lava that was spewing out of it begins to also slowly cool as you land right on top and you can see two Durgars staring at you with javelins. I just point and say, run or die. Good to know. Marthy, <laughs> you're up. 
Uh, how high are these towers, and how far are they from me let's currently? See. The nearest one. Let's see where. I should describe some where they go. Uh, the guard tower is about twenty feet tall. Okay. Um, and if it's about a um, oh gosh, I keep losing the map. It's okay. um, the nearest it's one. About a hundred feet in length, but the nearest two are to your left and right. Um, and they are 30 or 40 feet away. Okay. If, uh, if it is 30 feet, I'm going to run to, I'm going to run 20, 10 feet away from one as my movement. Uh, mm-hmm. then I will misty step up into it, uh, <laughs> 30 feet up and then take my two attacks with trident left and right to the two Duragar that are in one of these towers. Just. All right. Advantage on both. So two. Oh. Uh, and this is melee, yes. Okay, so that's going to be a 26 to hit. Definitely hits. 26 to hit again. Definitely hits. Roll cool. me some damage. And let's see here, which, where are you? It's going to be... Mm-hmm. Eight damage each. However, no, I've already done my action. Uh, oh no, that's a bonus action. No, no, yep, eight each. Eight damage each. Okay. Cool, and just like with two quick ones, <laughs> as they ready themselves. Oh, but I get no, no, that's it, that's it, because I want one on each. Yep, I'm good, I'm good. Next up is the elk. Who's going to charge after the same Duragar that the badger is at. Yep, as it's looking at... down, nibbling on its ankle. That's a 21 to hit. Definitely does, and it gets its charge. Uh, do, 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 do. It's, yeah, it's going to use its hoof attack. Uh, uh... Uh, actually, it has to be a, a prone creature. Is that right? Those strength saves? Oh, yeah, one prone creature. Yeah. Yeah, so there aren't any prone creatures, so it'll be the ram attack, which is 2d6 plus 4. That's 8 plus 4, 12 points of damage. Also, throw on another 2d6 since the elk did charge. Mm. Oh, yes. 11. 11 damage total? Uh, Plus 12. 23? 23. And DC 14 strength saving throw will be prone. Yep, and you watch as it's looking down at this uh, badger nibbling on its leg. It looks up just in time to get <laughs> rammed by this elk. As it's just like, and he falls on the ground as Bucky continues to nibble away at his ankles and the um, oh, continues to charge on Peru. Cool. Um, next up is Elspeth with the weasel on deck. Um, am I within 60 feet of the heart? Uh, yes. Great. 
Um, I would like to start with my bonus action. For my bonus action, I am going to cast Spiritual Weapon, and a spectral set of scales held by a skeletal hand is going to appear directly above the chilling forge, and it will take its uh, attack, and basically what happens is the hand just spins the scales almost like they're, like, modified nunchucks, Mm. and slams it into the side. Uh, That's going to be... Da, 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 13 to hit the unmoving object. <laughs> 13 to hit the unmoving object while it is also uncovered. Unfortunately, it doesn't. <gasps> I'm not trying to hit the heart. I'm trying to break the frozen oh. over cage. Oh, the this thing does force cage. damage. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to do force damage to the hopefully now more brittle uh, cage to see if I can break the cover. Ah, understood. That is the plan here. With the 13, I'm not going there. Okay. That's um, fine. Uh, it'll just stay there and prepare to do another text. So that was my bonus action. And then for my action, uh, I can cast a cantrip, yes? Yes. Great. Uh, then I will just uh, turn to... Yeah, we'll just turn to the next... Durakar down the line from where the animals are attacking the one and I would like him to fail that wisdom saving throw for me, please. Okay. Ooh, that's, um... That's a 10. That's not gonna do it, so uh, he's gonna take 8 necrotic damage. 8 necrotic damage. As the bell damage. tolls. As the bell signals the beginning of a battle as the weasel's turn with Donovan on deck. Uh, is the is the Durgar on the ground still alive? Yes. It doesn't matter. The weasel's going to attack it, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, dirt, dirty 20. Dirty 20. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, weasel is to go. Yeah, this it is. For, it's for one point of damage. Just pull some ice out of nowhere. <laughs> Just like your namesake. Also <laughs> terrible. Um... How does the weasel do this? <laughs> <laughs> Just get, it's it's uh, so the Durgar is on the ground like what? There's a you know there's a badger on its foot and it just <laughs> right in the neck and <laughs> rips it out. <laughs> yes. So this resin like weasel that has been like kind of sociopathic and tricking, <laughs> like <laughs> and gets through the armor and you just watch his little bits of neck are ripped out. <laughs> and Donovan, as you see, hey. for a moment and then realize, oh shit, it's your turn. Uh, all right, I look up to see Narthy and, and try and shoot one of the two that's next to her. Oh, thank you, thank you, Donovan. <laughs> look up to Narthy and surprise, <laughs> dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, that's not good. Twelve. Oh. 14, 15, 16, 17, plus 3. Yep, 17 plus 3. 20. That's not good. That's not pretty good. Yeah. 20 damage, you just fires one off straight into the um, chest of one that was sliced by Narthi. And Narthi, you watch as the Duragar just gets punted off by the force and it is dead on the ground. I apologize really quick, James. Um, 
are was the Dur are the Duragar that are at the forges within five feet of each other? At their little anvils? They are let me see the map here. No, they are spaced out more than that. Okay. Sorry, I just needed to confirm because I have a thing that happens with Told the Dead if creatures are within five feet of each other. So, mm. carry on. Yeah, they're about ten feet away from each other. Great. Good to know. Thank you. And then I'm going to scurry off and bonus action hide behind the forge or something. Okay, roll a stealth check. And it is Bucky's turn on top. Followed by Azar. Ooh, 19 stealth. And Bucky going after the next one in line. That's a two. Mm-hmm. Two. Bucky grabs onto their foot. <laughs> nibble away. Bucky um, just gives the help action. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, Bucky should just give the help action to the elk. <laughs> next time. That's a good idea. Next up is Azar. You have landed and... Um, you're, you've caught them by surprise, though. They haven't quite run off. Yeah. Uh, so how do... Is it like a ladder to get up into the watchtower or like a trapdoor thing? Uh, now that you're able to survey up top, they do have ramps that go up and in. Okay. Is one of them standing near the ramp within, say, five feet? Um, I would say no. They were both kind of more um, near the parapets of it. Sweet. Then I will boot one off the edge. Okay, sure. You're just gonna attack when I hit. They automatically get thrown five feet. Right, because you got your uh, crusher. Yeah. Um, Twelve plus one plus nineteen to hit. Nineteen hits. Right, and that is. Dorothy, you're on deck here. Okay, that is seven points of damage plus three. uh, Seven points and. The one gets chucked off the side. Uh, and they fall 20 feet. Jesus, for nine damage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. You watch as um, where you're hiding, Donovan, just one of the Duragar just like flops on the ground. <laughs> oh! What the shit? <laughs> and uh, two more attacks on the other one. Okay. And I'll just keep on shouting. Does it, whoever says, like, Go away. It's <laughs> like, okay, plus five plus, plus 17. 17 hits. No, that's supposed to be D8, not D6. That's um, eight for the staff. And it's 15. That's a 23 for a bonus action punch. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll use fire, because why that not? And that is five, is eight more damage. Eight more damage, nice. As you whack one off, you look at the other one and you smack them, and not quite off the edge, but you're able to smack and punch, and flaming fist just straight through their plate armor as it as they look at you with very angry eyes. Run. (laughs) Roll me an intimidation check. (laughs) Meanwhile, Narthi, you're up. Yep. Oh, that's a 15. 15, good to know. 
Uh, how far are the other? Because you said there was two and two on the uh, the tower, the parapets, the towers. Yeah, the uh, other towers are on the other end of the hall, so they are about seventy feet away. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, what are the two? What are the two on the other side of the wall doing right now? Uh, in the other parapet or in yes. the other towers? Uh-huh. They are starting to get the sense that they are being assaulted, and you can see. On the far end, one of them running, not towards battle, but towards, it looks like a little console in the tower. What's the one that's right next to me doing? Uh, the two you, you kill, well, or Donovan, Donovan one, killed one of them, yeah. The other one is still alive. They they actually didn't take their turn, did they? they oh, that was because surprise, 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 surprise. Yeah, we were surprised. Um, shoot, but I can see in the one... The two or the two for the... Okay, I'm going to run 50 feet... Hold on, let me see. Hold on. Uh, No, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to just walk 10 feet towards these, the two and the other, like on the other side. The other Uh, side is the one where Zazar is at. So you would... And it's... You would have to... They're just towers. There's no linking between them. Oh, I'm sorry. So we're stuck in a tower. I'm stuck in this tower. Yes. Got it. Okay, then we're just going to double... We'll get rid of this Duragar right here. I'm okay. going to attack him twice. Uh, that is a ooh, 15 to hit. 15 does not hit. Okay. Oh, I can do another attack though, right? Yeah. Sorry, guys. And <laughs> that's going to be a 22 to hit. 22 definitely hits. So you cool. swing once with your trident and knowing that you're there dodges, but the second one you stab through... Roll some damage. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that's going to be a nine damage. Nine damage. As you stick on the three, or is it a two prong or a three prong? Trying? This one's a three. Three prong, just go and sticks out his tongue as blood squirts out as he is not quite dead. Next cool. up, you, Elspeth. So, um, the elk is on deck, but from the platform, Elspeth, you can now see what exactly is on there as they both look to you. Giant, massive, not massive, but giant, metal beings in one hand is a claw the other hand is what seems to be like a piston like hammer and as it turns you you see the face of a duragar and its mouth perpetually open eyes are white and there is a hook that is just tapping right at the center of its forehead and it looks to you it's like as it starts to on starts zombies? To yeah, I was to say, does this look like it's probably undead? Yeah. <laughs> Based on my very intimate knowledge of death and undeath, being a death cleric who deals with the undead. I can't do anything about it on this turn. You'll still get to attack me. I just want to no, know. Um, <laughs> Roll. Oof. I don't. I don't know what to. Religion, Arcana. 
Um, history. Religion. Religion. Also, James, can you retroactively uh, roll a uh, strength saving throw for me? Yeah. Because I forgot I had a bonus action and will telekinetically shove this guy off my um, trident to his doom. If Unfortunately, I rolled a 21. Yeah, no, that won't work. Okay. Yep, and they just hold on to the trident just like... <laughs> um, um, 17 religion check. 17 religion check. It does not look undead. Okay, great. But so it wails and screams as it moves towards you. Um, and it's going to make two attacks, one with its claw and one with its hammer. Awesome. Hammer. Claw is a 14 to hit. That's exactly my AC. Ooh. So the hammer swings first and you're able to dodge out of it. But just as you dodge out of it, it clamps down with its clawed hand just okay. and grips into you. And it will deal. Not bad. Um, six plus three, uh, nine damage. Cool. As it continues to wail at you, and then the second one begins to charge over, and will also take two attacks against you. They really don't like drow down here. Um, the claw is a 24 to hit, and the hammer is also a 14 to hit. Rock on. So, that will be, um, 17 damage between the two of them. Great. As this one also grabs into you with its claw, and then since it grabbed on first, it's able to get an easy hit with its hammer, just a piston straight into your face. Um, And they are both wailing at you, just like, um, am I under the grappled condition, or you are am not. I just injured? Okay, just double checking. Okay. Did Did Elspeth make a sound? Any sort of scream, or I mean, probably just a general sort of like, uh, like the reaction to getting hit, not the level of damsel in distress scream that we've gotten on occasion. She's a little bit too embittered for that at this point in her life. <laughs> her incredibly short life. <laughs> Next up um, is the yeah. elk with Elspeth on deck. Uh, the elk will just go towards the nearest creature. All right. It's going to trample them. Go ahead. Is it... Um, uh, uh, it is not within 20... Or it is not 20 feet away, unfortunately. The nearest one. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. That's what the elk's going to do. No, this... That is a uh, ten. I can spend a bonus action to tell it something else, but it's just going towards the nearest one. No, That's just a down the line. Ten. 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 Getting ready, this uh, this one Duragar gets its hammer up as the elk charges and just like boom, slides back about five feet and just kind of holds it there um, as it's just like, trying to push through. Elspeth, it is your turn. You are surrounded by two mechanical beings of with Duragar inside screaming at you. Uh, yes, I apologize. I have to just check something real quick. Um, and this is interesting. All right, we're... 
we're gonna get weird here. So the first thing I'm going to do is bonus action summon my spiritual weapon to come toward me and have it take a swing at the one that um, got the most damage on me. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a math. 22 to hit. 22 hits. Now, are you aiming for the Duragar or the machine? I am aiming for the arm, like the claw arm, to try to smash down and basically, like, try to break it off if possible. Um, So it's a 22 to hit, and that is going to be 11 points of damage. 11, nice. As it slams down, it just wrenches it away from you, or from the claw that's been, like, squeezing onto you. And then, I'm sorry, I have to check what level this is, because I have to decide if I'm gonna risk using it. Um, Still got the boss left. Yeah, I know, that's why I'm like... No, okay, we're gonna we're gonna save that one then. Um, then I am going to, yeah, I will go ahead and toll the dead on the Duragar inside the one that just got hit. Okay. Um, no, I lied. I'm going to toll the dead on the one that the animals are attacking because he's already injured. No. No. They, they've missed it. Yeah, that one's dead. No. I'm sorry, I can't read my own notes. I want to toll the dead on one of the Duragar that Narthi is attacking, because there's still two there, right? Uh, one one has really been one? dead, yeah. One's is, dead. There a, is there a tower with two still in there? Uh, that's the one with Azar, and then there's the two towers. There's only on one. There. I knocked mine out of the you tower. You threw yeah, one out of the tower. One's knocked down, sorry. I want to find a tower that still has two Duragar in it that are preferably next to each other. Uh, those two Duragar are on the far end. Okay. Then okay. Then back to my original plan. I will tell the dead on the one that's taken. Sorry. No, if I, I love it. If they're within five feet of each other, I get two of them. So mm. I'm trying to figure out if there's anywhere that anybody's in within five feet. Sounds like not right the, now. The, the two that are next to you. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. I guess they would be within range, huh? Because they're both on mm. top of me. So they're gonna need to make uh, wisdom saving throws. Okay. Well, they're garbage. But let's see if I roll well. Uh, that's a 12 and a 3. Those will both fail, so they are each going to take 12 points of necrotic damage. Which, again, they cannot resist because I'm a death cleric. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep saying this all the time because it's one of my only <laughs> cool things that I get <laughs> as this character. So, And as you do this toll the dead, um, definitely it hurts them. But they continue to just wail. You realize you could just release your souls to the gentle hands of Kalimvor, I say in Dwarvish. <laughs> this whales. Uh, next up is the Duragar. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here okay. we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start. Let's let's start with Narthi. Let's start with Narthi. Let's. So, uh, this one that is with you, Narthi. What's the 
Actually, technically, yeah, <laughs> they would all do that. Okay. Oh, ah, fudge. What? What? As you find all, out in a minute. you look around, and before you, you just see a bunch of short dwarves. And collectively, almost as if this is part of their training, you watch as all of them, including the one right now punctured on your trident, Narthi, they just start to grow larger and expand. And standing over you, ogre height. Now there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Currently, Durgar in the immediate vicinity that have enlarged themselves. There is two on the far, far left tower that has also enlarged themselves. One of them on the furthest tower that you were looking at, Narthi, enlarged himself, and then the other one goes over to the console that you saw them, and you just hear intruders, intruders, we have intruders. Narthi is st- like now because she's so short. She's literally like holding on to it, just, <laughs> like in the air, and she's like, raised like up. Yeah. and she's be like, "That's a neat trick, all right." Mm-hmm. But she's gonna, she's not, she's gonna stay there. She's not gonna. But yeah, all of them have to spend their action enlarging, but they have enlarged themselves. But you have now also drawn the attention of one that has called out intruders. Next up. Uh, does the one that um, I intimidated and is now is at convenient dick punching height, is he running <laughs> away? Right. Him, for you, Azar, looks at you with eyes wide with fear. And a, if you're going to let them, actually, yeah. does right. I want to know where the exit is so we can go that way. Um, They, for their <laughs> turn, they actually don't enlarge, but they it only takes their, for their movement they can get down towards the forge area. Yeah, just, I'm going to w- see where they yeah. go so they we know where the exit is to the room. Um, they haven't made a particular yeah. direction, but you will note it yeah. quite yet. Next up is the weasel with Donovan on deck. Nine to hit as it just tries to, to bite the same one. This yep, one, Duragar. Yep, and it's scurries over to the next one that Bucky's holding, and it's just like... <laughs> but not as effective as last time. <laughs> um, next up is Donovan with Bucky on deck. Alright, is so I'm gonna sneak out from hiding. What? So do I... What do I see other than a, a bunch of large dwarves now? You see a bunch of large doors smattering across the um, uh, anvils as they are starting to make their way towards particularly Elspeth because she's out in the open. And you do see one that dropped right behind you that has enlarged themselves. Uh, actually, but I, then I see... So I see... Follow some of that and I see Elspeth surrounded by two and I will shoot that way. All right, you shoot one of the ones that... Um, Yes. That is do I have advantage? Yes, you do. Right. Natural 20. Natural 20. Nice. So that's going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to roll these. I guess I'll just roll this and double it because it's, uh, it's a lot of dice. 
I think I want to roll all the dice again. <laughs> Too bad I already <laughs> said. Six, 10, 14, 28, plus three, 31 points of damage. Woo! Points of damage. As you take this arrow, you knock it, you sling it through, and it zips by one of the ones that have enlarged themselves. And right next to the um, these constructs that are surrounding Elspeth, and you see the Durgar head just there, and it's a glowing blue purple target. And you just and Elspeth, you see as this arrow knocks into its forehead, and the face actually relaxes before the metal surroundings of it just go just kind of powers down. Next up is top of the round. Um, one. As you entered here, you all heard that at this point, it is stopped. You do not hear any more of the dragon heart beating, and you can see the cooling of the lava that has emitted from it. You do hear sounds coming from different doorways of things on their way. Next up, Bucky with a Zaron deck. Stupid one that's fighting it. Uh, on the help action this time? Oh wait, oh it was it was Bucky. Uh, I I'm, I messed up. Nine to hit. He's still. Well, that's what I should have. I should have bonus action told it to. Did the weasel go? Because yeah. the weasel usually goes. Yeah, he totally. Okay. Okay. I think well, I lost track where I was. You watch as one of them starts to run down. Um, there are multiple towers and okay. Durgar that have enlarged themselves. So, like, in the towers, are, are, do they, are, all they have is javelins or do they have, like, like ballista or anything? They have war picks as well. But that's all that they've got. They don't have, yeah. like, ranged weapons. No. And on the floor, um, like I like I like drew up a little picture of what I think the battlefield looks like. But on the floor, are there any Wergar? Uh, um, like who, who's fighting on the floor nearby? Zara's got forty-five feet of movement, so she can get pretty far. Uh, forty-five feet of movement. Yeah, you see the. The Durgar that were at the anvils, they have now enlarged themselves and they are ready to go and fight. Um, you saw Elspeth is currently with one of them as you saw an arrow just kind of fly out kind of close to where you were, um, taking out the one next to her. Um, okay. And then you also see down below there is a Durgar um, that has enlarged themselves and tracing the line, you can see them right behind Donovan. Okay, um, so I'll I'll stay in my tower for now, and um, there's still one near Elspeth, or are they both dead? Oh, one is still by Elspeth. Okay, I will um, Eldritch Blast that one. Okay. Aim for the close. head! One. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it just hit. Yeah, that's uh, 21. 
21 hits. Uh, to hit. And... Okay. Uh, 16. 16 to hit? Yeah. Uh, it does not. No, okay. So that is... Uh, max damage on the cantrip, 10. 10, nice. <clears throat> Elspeth, this one in front of you just continues to try and like hammer away as two hits just like um, smack it. One of them hitting close to the head, the other one straight into the arm of the hammer and just kind of gets glanced off. And I'll, I'll stay in the tower, but I'll move like to stand nearby where the ramp is. Okay. Cool, cool. You move your way over there, looking over the battlefield. Um, and as you look across the way, Narthi, you're up with um, stuff happening afterwards. How bad does this Durgar look that I'm currently? Its blood is dripping out of its mouth, and even though it's enlarged itself, the it's almost like the wound holes have also enlarged themselves as well. Got it. Okay. Um, we'll uh, dissipate the the um, trident, drop down, and then attempt to telekinetically shove this one off the uh, thing. So it's a uh, strength saving throw. As a bonus action. Okay. That is a dirty 20. Cool. In that case, we're just going to smack this one up a little bit more. So then I'll just mm -hmm. stab, stab up. Stab, stab up. Stab, stab up. Turning butter. Turning butter. <laughs> well. <laughs> Alrighty. That's a churning butter. Uh, 25 to hit. 25 hits. Okay. Uh, 11 damage. 11 damage. As you drop down and you try and telekinetically shove this one, it's it doesn't seem like it's an illusion that makes it larger. It is, in fact, actually become larger and heavier, and it barely moves. And you're like, ah, shit! And you just stab right into it. It's like... <clears throat> and it just slowly shrinks down onto your um, trident before you <sighs> pick it off and it just... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nice. Your tower is clear. Um, would you like to move at all? Uh, can I still move? Yes. Oh, then yes, absolutely. Um, how far is uh, Elspeth and all that hoo-ha? Elspeth and the hoo-ha is about 30 to 35 <laughs> feet away. Okay. Um, but that's away, not down. Down is 20, or you said 30 feet? Uh, 20 feet straight down. And distance-wise, it's about 30 to 35. Cool. Um, I'll get down if I can. Is there a stairwell or anything, or is it uh, just... the ramp that just goes across. <laughs> the middle um, <laughs> uh, Rolling down the ramp, just 30 feet towards uh, Elspeth and crew. Elspeth and hoo-ha. That's for you, James. <laughs> you make it down to the um, base of the ramp, and... You can see off in the way that one tower in which one of them is enlarged themselves and the one that's yelling, and then they cross the way even further. There's two enlarged ones that are starting to make their way. Cool. Um, Help us on the way, dear. Don't you worry. 
Next up is the one that is accosting you, Elspeth. Is just going to take two more attacks on you. Oop, that's a nap one. Um, <clears throat> that will in fact miss. I know it's shocking to everyone who's used to be getting <laughs> hit by everything, but. And then the twenty-two will be the ha- or the the hammer. So as you brought down the um, spiritual weapon, at first it didn't look like it was it knocked it loose or anything, but then as it tried to bring its claw up, it just seemed to lock up. But the hammer does come around and smack you straight in the face with a. Well, that's not as good, but a seven. Seven bludgeoning damage. As it just pistons up, boom, and continues Ow. in your face. Next yeah. up is the elk with Elspeth on deck. It's just got the stupid guy in front of it. Yeah, and it just continues to try and... Yeah, push. just struggling against each other. Eleven. Eleven. And this one, now that it has enlarged itself, it seems to be actually pushing the elk backwards. Next up is Elspeth. Um, I'm going to have my spiritual weapon take a swing at this guy. Okay. Uh, and it's going to whiff heartily. Whiff look, heartily it does. But, but look very intimidating and scary when it does, because it <laughs> is a giant spectral skeletal hand swinging a pair of scales. Um and then i guess i'm gonna toll the dead on him again okay because i need to get him off of me uh that i rolled a 13 but it's a minus three so it's a 10. great that's gonna fail and he's already injured right yep from the last time cool he's gonna take 14 points of damage as a spectral bell rings out you see blood start to spew out of its ears but then a relaxedness comes over his face as as it also powers down. Great. Uh, is there any is there any other hostile that is like immediately near me? Not immediately near you, no. Cool. Um, I'm just deciding if I want to move or not. Uh... No, I'll stay here. I'll stay here and just continue to draw attention. Okay. <laughs> One second. Gotta... Yeah, okay. That was Elspeth. Next up for the Duragar. First off, Donovan, since you did not say you were going to hide, nope. the one right behind you looks at you like... <laughs> And then walks over with its um, war pick and is going to uh, take um, an attack on you. Okay. For a 15 to hit. Shield as I so, roll, tuck and roll backwards and bring up the shield in front of me. 
this massive war pick comes down and the pointed end comes about three inches from your face before this magical energy just catches it and it bows just a little bit before it like kind of just like boop, taps you on the head um, as it pulls back. It's like, very well. Um, and then, let's see, we got two that are looking down. They're going to chuck their javelins, one at you, Donovan, and the other one across the way towards Azar. Both of these at disadvantage because... Range? First, Donovan. That will be... Oh, that's not too bad. A 14, but the shield yep. carries over. So as you watch as this war pick goes, this other javelin just <laughs> smacks against your shield. And then against you, Azar, the javelin comes at a... Ooh. Before it even reaches you, it sputters <laughs> and hits the ramp, just like... Um, Airball. Yep, because it's just stupid far away. They're not used to being big. Their aim's super off. Stupid. Mm. Stupid Durgar. I can't believe this, this Durgar is fighting his... I look like him, you know... Like I'm a really, really tiny Durgar who's enlarged themselves. <laughs> <laughs> You've also been fighting. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like a giant miniature hamster. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see. And then there's one that's across the way sees you and Arthi is going to throw. And one of you. And just <laughs> smacks the stone ground below. Let's see, that's one, two, um, you're running away, you threw. The other one that is, it's going to continue, it's like, we have intruders, intruders, intruders in the forge, in the forge. It's weird that that's in common. Yeah, I understand. Um, the only ones who can understand that would be, I believe, Elspeth, who else speaks Dwarf? I think everyone does except oh, Dwarf. Yeah. Everyone does except Narthi, so Narthi, but we'll assume... I'm assuming that you hear the tone in insinuates what's happening. Like I think I get what's going on. Somewhere Scotsman is offended. Two of them are gonna surround the elk, one of them that has been dealing with it, and then the other one is going to attack said elk. Um that is a twelve and a nineteen to hit. Donovan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> neither, because I have shield up. Uh, no, oh, the, no elk. the elk. Oh, the elk? Yeah, sorry. I got distracted elk. looking at the... Elk has oh, got his shield up. So it's, uh... AC is four, it's AC is 14. Okay, so one of them does hit. Wow, giant elk have a lot of health. Yep. Elks be beefy. Elks or be venison-y, beefy. technically. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so one of those strike down, and that does six plus two... So eight damage to the elk. Mm. I mean, bracket these are about the elk, elk fighting at the moment. Then two more are going to see that Elspeth, you are standing around two Durgar hammerers that have um, deactivated and are going to attack you. So two of them are going after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or double twos. Oh. Both of them slam down and they squish the hammers that are at your feet. But your small stature, they're getting used to it. 
Um, so let's bracket you off to be Elspeth. So that leaves these three to, let's see. One of them sees that you're being fought with um, Donovan and they're going to go to that. And they're going to smack for a 20 to hit. Yes, that's exactly my current okay. AC. For 9 plus 2, 11 damage. Oof. Alright, there goes those Meanwhile, temp HP. The other two see you as are at the ramp and they're going to go after you. Oh. Ooh. How so one are of they, is, huh? James? How? Are they running up the, the ramp or are they throwing a javelin? Uh, they're walking up to you. Okay, well, the first one that comes up is going to get cracked in the head. Cool. Ooh, 19 on the die, so that'll hit whatever it is. And that is for seven points of damage, and he's thrown off the side of the ramp. Seven points of damage. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And some full damage enough, on top. Yeah. You're at the top of the ramp, right? Yeah, we're at the top of the ramp, and so when he comes up to me, I knock him off the side of the ramp. All right, so that's an additional six damage. Cool. Oh wait, no, we want. It. There. Okay. So. But the other one does come over, and I will re-roll this since you do knock one of them away. Um. So that way you don't have just an immediate net 20 on your face. Um, but a 16 to hit. Just hits. Okay. That will be 15 damage as this massive war pick just slams you against um, the parapet you are right next to. Okay. That's all the Durgar. Next up is the Weasel. Uh, is any so so the weasel uh is probably gonna die here because he's he sees the Durgar running and part of its thing is it's like keep Durgar from escaping so he's gonna chase the running Durgar mm-hmm. which gives the AOO of the <laughs> so there's an attack of opportunity as he leaves the space. Um, I'm gonna say it doesn't even notice it because it's dealing with an elk. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair. So he's gonna run off and Matt twenty. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank down. you, sociopath <laughs> weasel. <laughs> For two World points of damage. Just the most damage it can do too. on the Achilles tendon and it's just like ah and it falls over <laughs> and it looks as the weasel is just trying to like claw over that <laughs> like it's inside the armor <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> okay so this is where the weasel's at cool alright uh, Donovan you're up you right now have a Durgar right in front of you ah uh. I'm going to sort of circle around him a little bit and pull a rapier and yeah, yeah. there's two. So I just, I want to not yeah, you, you maneuver yourself around to just like go for a kidney shot on the one that fell down. Oh, there's one on the ground. You said there's the one that fell down from when a czar knocked it over. And then the other one that came over. 
Oh, I have advantage on that one then. If I rapier attack it. We have advantage on every, or we get plus force to everything because of bless, which I think yes. none yeah. of us have been remembering yeah. to do. But advantage gives me sneak attack, yes. which I wouldn't have otherwise. So yeah, so I will attack yeah, the one on the ground with booming blade. Uh, so that's a 24 to hit. Definitely hits. Ah, these are terrible. 3, 8, 10, 16, 19 damage plus 4 thunder damage. Yeah, as you just definitely weave your way between these two Durgar, you see an open spot right at the kidney and you just go, boom! Stab in, and you just hear a, you all hear a thunderous boom as you watch as the kidney portion of it just goes, <laughs> and it shrinks down to its normal size. Good uh, dead, as you have just one enlarged Duragar in front of you. And then I just, just turn and just stare at it and kind of just like wipe the blood off onto me. Yeah, like, wait right there, Donovan, he'll be coming down. all right so that is donovan we're at the top of the order at which point you hear doors on multiple sides being opened but one that is very um presentary in its opening (laughs) what the hell is going on as you see the duragara before gray that was such a bad accent. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was just I was imagining Narthy hearing. <laughs> that's, what was, that's why I was laughing. Oh, golly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got self-conscious. No, no, no. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. You're great. You're great. <laughs> but what the hell is going on? And it's you, Narthy. As Zardarak shows up, soot-covered, white beard, massive Chardolin crown, and a Chardolin gauntlet that is clawed, coming out of one um, on the far end between the two further towers. And he is surrounded by... um, How many of them are there? None. They all ran away. They all got scared. Six large beasts. They are almost white gray fur in appearance. They, how do I put it? They, they do walk on all fours, um, longer fore or longer arms than they do legs, and they're kind of hunched over, almost ape-like. But then when you look at their face, it does come out almost. Almost like a bat with two pointed ears, and they are just like kind of grinning as a almost hyena perpetually like stalking forward. I would say Elspeth might be the only one who might know what they are. I will roll for it. A nature check. I'm always willing to roll to see if I heard a story about this weird thing. That's a 15. These are quagots. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. 
you know them to be uh, denizens of the Underdark, and they were yep. um, very peaceful race, very strong, but they have been subjugated by both the Durgar and the Drow for that strength. And they've also learned um, they are quite um, adept at taking on psionic abilities. I'm super screwed. Cool. Uh, yeah, Elspeth looks, assesses this, uh, and being probably the most in line to be seen by this guy, I'm assuming, because he came in, like, across from where I am, right? Mm -hmm. Further down the way. Cool, yeah, I'm just gonna look him dead in the eyes and say to him in Dwarvish, Oh, excellent, we've already killed your children. About time you joined the party. Good to know. Come on, taunt. <laughs> <laughs> Good no. Hey, if I can keep him focused on me, then maybe the rest of you guys can surprise him or something. Okay. Let me quickly write down <laughs> something. Haunted. The Elspeth's going super to villain. die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh dear. Here we go. What I really just want, I really just want him to come and try to like do the supervillain, like pick me up, because then I'm making physical contact with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's all. Ready in action for a hand to get on your throat. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, interesting. Okay, so first up at the top of the order is Bucky. He's not on a leg. Yep, he's not on away. So, Natural one. It's not going to help. <laughs> I keep forgetting to use my bonus action. Change it. <laughs> Just keeps gnawing at the one that's dealing with the elf. Um, next up is Zardarak. And as you issue that threat, <laughs> that taunt, Zardarak just kind of smiles. Hmm. So you've taken out my competition. Thank you. And he also, in very similar fashion, enlarges himself once more to ogre size and then points at the entourage of quagoths around him and just points straight at you. Killer. Next up is... Azar, you currently have one of them fell down, but the other one is pinning yeah, you against the wall with its right in front of you. Um, I assume that uh, he said he came in on the opposite side, but is that within 90 feet? Within 90 feet? <clears throat> yeah. I would say so, yeah. Alright, so I put a hex on Zardarok. Okay. So do that. And, um, like, look out, Donovan! Because I... <laughs> this idiot off the side. Yeet. That plus a d4. Alright, that should uh 18. 18 does hit. Alright, so the first one I um uh, I want to keep him there so I can get two hits. And hopefully I'll hit with the second one and knock him off. Sweet. Okay, so uh d4 anyway. Alright, plus six is a twenty-one. Twenty-one so, hit? Yeah. Oh, 21 hits, for sure. Yeah. 
That's 19 points of damage. And 19 off the points side. of damage. You gut check this one, and even in its size, she just crumples over, and then you take your. Uh, well, wow, quarter staff. Smack yeah. <laughs> her across the face, and she goes over the edge. And as you deal this damage, um, Donovan, you're like, you wipe the blood off on your chest, and you're like, all right. And then one of them just goes, boom! Smacking down on the ground before shrinking to a smaller size. <laughs> uh, anything else you'd like to do with Um, Okay, so I just imagine that I was in like, um, I posted in the Discord if you want to look what I think the battlefield looks like, but I just imagine that uh, if there's one at each corner, that was going to the far upper corner. Are there any more Dwergar in any of the towers? Uh, in the towers, there is the one that is on the far end that is constantly doing the alarm. <laughs> um, there are the other two have started to make their way down, and then there's one that is making its way towards the northeast. Okay, so there's no one left in the towers. Um, how far away is Elspeth if she's on that platform? Let's assume it's in Elspeth, the I would say, is about um. 30 to 35 feet away from you. Okay. Um, I'll just jump off the tower down because I got 45 feet. I'll just jump off the tower down to where Elspeth is. Okay. You do a quick move and then you like yeet off. Um, what's your jumping distance? Uh, my jump is strength plus. Um, um, if Elspeth sees you starting to jump, she's going to like give you a like, don't come here. I'm a melee Gesture. character. There's no one within melee. Yeah, no, but like, she's. I mean, I get it. She is going to try to signal you to not come near her, though. You can choose to ignore that or not. But if she sees you coming, she will be like, "Don't." I mean, is there any Dwergar close to Elspeth? Close to Elspeth? No, I'll just stay in the tower. I'll just worry about moving later. There are the two Dwergar that from the Anvils have moved their way to Elspeth. There's one right below the tower. Yes. That's standing next to me. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were all dead down by. No, there's yeah. one that has not been damaged yet. Okay, can I just jump on that one's head? Yeah, you <laughs> jump and you land there. Um, just make me an acrobatics check. Make sure you uh, land on it or next to it, since you got so far, you're not going to take the damage. It's 22. 22. You land straight on their shoulders, and you are ready to punch down. Um. Yeah, that's your go. Next up is Narthi with Elspeth, or not Elspeth, Elk on deck. Uh, so Elspeth is definitely a fish out of water, but she, in seeing and not understanding anything, is has been running towards Elspeth. Mm-hmm. But if Elspeth was doing this to Azar... Yeah. I don't know if Narthi's going to know what that means. Um, I think because El- did did Narthi see that that what's his name Zagarov? Zardarak. Zardarak. Metrion Zinthos. Got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, did Narthi see the point and these creatures yes. start to? Yeah, they're starting to advance. 
Yeah, okay. Sorry, I don't know what that means, Elspeth. Uh, Narthi is going to... You'll see her start to kind of glow. And then there's going to be this, like, mist that just starts rising from the ground. Uh, and she is going to channel the Fury... Uh, or she's channeling her divinity of a marine layer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a fog is arising around us in all directions and will follow me for 20 feet. Uh, however will approach Narthi, or I'm sorry, will approach Elspeth, and since she's within five feet of me, she can still see out. It's just lightly obscured. Um, But will be there. And how bad does Elspeth look health-wise? Not great. Yeah, then um, uh, all your eyes, Elspeth, as she'll kind of lean down, blue will glow from her hands, and she's going to also do a lay-on-hands pool, and she'll give you... 30 um, HP? Is that that'll, go, that'll go over my max. So. Okay, let's do let's do 20. We'll do 20. 20's good. 20's okay. great. 20 brings we'll me little... almost up to full, so that's okay. perfect. We'll do a little 20 moment and then just sit and wait. Uh, yeah, Elspeth is going to just hiss very quietly in common. I have a plan. I'm going to disappear. Got it. Do you need me to leave then? No, the cover's actually fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> just change the plan we'll slightly. Run. Exactly, and we'll just <laughs> run away. It's like, uh. well, I guess. How many feet was it, was it from Elspeth prior? Uh, for you, because you made it to the bottom of the round. I mean, it's still technically around like thirty feet away. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was thirty feet to her. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yep. Then I'm just. That's it. Um, Elspeth, how how quietly did you say the invisibility? I didn't say the word visibility. I said I'm going to disappear. disappear. Yeah. Okay. And I said I hissed it under my breath. If Narthi yeah. came right up to me, yeah, mm-hmm. to I'm touch literally, me, yeah. Then I like whispered it in her ear while she was. Because you also have two Durgar on you. Yeah. You want me to roll a stealth check to see how quietly I can talk? Do they understand common though? Oh right, it's common. Yeah, she's, I did whisper it in common. Yeah, I don't think they know common. Yeah, okay. some of them might. Either way, I rolled an unnatural 20 on stealth, so I was pretty, pretty quiet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disappear. Um, cool. <laughs> Next up is the elk, who is going to attempt to fight yeah. with Urgar once more. Um, actually, it sees a prone Durgar that the badger had knocked down. Oh, the weasel, yeah. The weasel in knockdown, it is going to risk a, an AOO and go and, and pounce on that thing. Okay. Are you keeping track of the elk's health or am I? I got it here. Okay, thank you. But yeah, so it'll get an AOO first. Okay. Um, oh, that's not going to hit. All right. As it then runs up. Actually, it's on, can it do a, a ramp? No, it'll run up and do its hooves attack and just stomp mm-hmm. on the uh, Durgar on the ground. Fifteen. Fifteen. Even though this thing has been pinned down and the weasel is starting to like crawl through, the elk tries to press down and it lands straight on the um on the metallic part of the armor and it just presses down and it's like but unfortunately not enough to damage. Alright. Cool. Next up. After the elk is the claw gods. So, 
four of them begin to like um, pad their way over in a pretty um, like flanking out motion as they kind of just like distribute out. Um, and they come around to the marine layer and they're just like, hmm. The other two just kind of stride over a bit slower. And let's see here. Let's see. Do they, are they smarter? They are a little smart. Okay. They look around and they see you, Donovan, currently dealing with one of them. And you feel in your hand, your rapier begin to get very, very hot. And you will take eight fire damage. Oof. All right. And the other one, what would you like to do? Hmm. I mean, uh, are you there, Matt, right now, or are you, are you doing a thing? He's got audio on, but uh, he's currently hiding in the mists. Uh, sorry, guys. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? I'm just uh, yes. doing little things. Yes, what do you need? Okay, you also feel your trident start to get very, very hot. Oh. Does that spell require them to see their target? Oh, right. Yes, you can't see me. I'm obscured, you stupid, stupid oh. person. I'm <laughs> a bitch. Okay. <laughs> well, then the other one ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> one of the quagots you see coming towards you, Elspeth, doubles in size. Cool. Very, Hate that. <laughs> very similar to uh, the. How would they? Did they? Did they run through the mist? No, they are currently flanking, very much like hyenas. They are just kind of like pack circling around the mist before jumping in there. Got it. Okay. That is the Quagoth's go. Next up is Elspeth. Great. I'm going to, again, hiss very quietly in Narthy's ear since she's still right there and just be like, stay here. Um, Got it. And this is going to change everything. This is very different from my original plan, but like the, the baseline is still the same. Uh, so for my action, I am going to go invisible. Okay. Uh, and then I would like to move as stealthily as I can for the duration or for the full distance of my movement, start moving toward um, our big bad. Alright, Zardarak, as you slip through and you do go invisible and your feet do make some sound, the two that are currently there will take their attacks of opportunity. With That's so much disadvantage. <laughs> How many disadvantage can I do? Unfortunately, it doesn't I know stack. it doesn't stack, but like in the principle of the thing, it uh just like swing in the mist for an invisible target. At disadvantage, I rolled a 14. One's going to connect then. Okay. No, then... no, it won't because uh, you're within five feet of me and uh, something happens. Sorry, one second. Your interception? Yeah, I have interception, but there's also something else. Uh, sorry, continue. Keep going. Oh, and then the other one is also going to swing. 
for a oh for a seventeen to hit. So two hits on you. Damn. But Narthi's going to do a thing. Yes, I, it's still like ah, this is going to be a waste of this plan because if I get hit, I think I'll uh, no, I can still pass if I maintain concentration. Oh, you reduce the damage by D10 plus 3. Correct. So whatever you take, I already have rolled what it is. Okay. So that's going to be... Oh, that's bad. The 20 damage. So minus that by 11. So you take 9 bludgeoning damage as you are basically pushed out of the mist by the force of these, so I need two concentration checks also don't oh don't forget that you add um, blessed yes yes uh both pass excellent and you despite the wind knocked out of you you are emerged from the mist and you can see across the way four quagots have like circled around the mist but zardarak enlarged is a good no thank you so so 50 much. feet away good 50 feet okay <laughs> um, great. Oh, 50 feet. Matt, uh, you're unmuted. Oh, yeah, and then, oh, excuse me, one second. Yeah, so, um, sorry, guys. <laughs> Just talking you guys up to the uh, the movers. That's one fine. Second. No, mute, mute yourself so that we can continue. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, okay, that was my movement. That was my action. Uh, can I do any? Well, I... Uh... Bonus action, I want to move my spiritual weapon out of the mist toward a Quagath. I kind of don't care which one. I'm just going to move it out because I know it's within 30 feet and take. I'll take. Uh, let it take the attack on that. Okay, go ahead and roll a um, an attack. That is an 18 to hit. 18 hits. Which will be for max damage, which is 12, as it swings down on oh. this Quagath. As it swings down, taking a good chunk as it... <laughs> Just kind of like a hyena yelp. Okay, that is Elspeth. It's the Duragar's turn. Let's quickly get the ones with the elk out of the way. Um, One of those hits for... Uh, seven damage to the elk. So it is... So they run up to it? Uh, these ones have already been engaged with the elk. Because he ran away from them. Oh, right, right. One of the... Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they can they can reach it, I'm sure. Cool. Seven, you said? Yes, seven to the elk. Um, the one that is prone is going to try and smack the elk from below. I believe that's a disadvantage. Yes. That's not going to hit, but he's trying to fight off the elk anyway. Um, um, the ones on the towers are continuing to make their way down, and they see... Two of them see you, um, Azar and Donovan, and they'll throw javelins separately at each of you. Um, for a Zara, a 14 to hit? Or not 14, 18 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. And then for Donovan, a 21 to hit. 
hits. Okay, so for Azar, you're going to take uh, 10 points of damage. Take no damage, and I throw it back at them. Nice. And then for Donovan, you're going to take 9 points of damage. All right. So plus 6 is 18. 18 to hit? Yeah, to hit. Yes. And what's the damage? D6 or D8? A D6. D6. Wait, no, I use it as a... Well, it doesn't matter. Anyway. All right, so that is seven points of damage. Seven points, nice. As this... Um, as this javelin comes at you with such force, you have to just like... And almost like as if you're a superhero and you're catching a rocket. You catch the rocket and you spin it around and just huck it back at them and just stab them straight in the shoulder. You um, dropped that. <laughs> nice. And then the other two, one is still yelling. And then the other one is joining up with the Quagoths surrounding by the Marine, or yeah, Quagoths with the Marine layer. And then you're on the floor. Jesus Christ, what did I do? Um... Narthy, two of them are going to be swinging at you in the mist, but since they're next to you, doesn't really matter that much. That is a 15 and a 16 to hit. Is it friendly creatures next to you can see, or all creatures next That's to you? friendly creatures. Yeah, friendly creatures can see, see me. So it, it was disadvantage? You did a disadvantage? Oh. So one of those is a 15 to hit. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, that hits. It hits. Okay, and then the other one, uh, that's a 14 to hit. It hits. Okay. What what kind of armor are you wearing? Um, is it, wait, is it equipped? <laughs> you should have a higher AC. Oh my god, it's not yeah. equipped. It's not equipped. Sorry, guys. Neither <laughs> of those hits me. Neither yeah, of those I was going to say, me. there's no way a paladin <laughs> has an AC below 14, <laughs> on purpose at least. So it, was of those it was aesthetics, that's what I was doing. Yeah, neither of them hits. So almost like a tag team wrestling match, two war picks come at you from one end and the other, and they just like stand with you like, and you just stand there as your armor just holds on tight. <laughs> um, so those are now with you. We've done that. Or did we have um, to take off the armor to do sexy Durgar disguise? <laughs> oh, is that what it was? That might be what it we, is. We just, uh, we just modified it into the crop top. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> just fold up the bottom of the scale mail and kind of tuck it. Get that yeah, red so, Sonya look. Uh, um, nice. Okay, so that one's there. That one's there. Um, okay, so the one that is on top, or you're on top of his dart, is going to like try and swing back and up. Does that, that have any effect on their attack trying to swing this one over their head? <laughs> I'll try for anything. Wailing <laughs> at the moment and just trying to see if they can catch you with the handle or something. Your which, form sucks. <laughs> and as you say their form sucks, they clip you with a 22 to hit. Your form still sucks. <laughs> Ooh, um, for uh, 15 damage. All right. You're on the floor. You get up. And Azar, that one. Wait, no, are you dead? You're dead. You're dead. Okay, there we go. And then one gets up. Cool. That's the Dorgar. Next up is the Weasel, 
who is dealing with the one on the ground. Yep. Oh, he's got advantage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damage. 19 to hit. 19 to hit. <laughs> that was one point of damage. How would you like to be able to do it? <laughs> Just crawl up the armor and choose the way through the body. How would you like the weasel to do it? <laughs> Again, the same. The, the weasel only knows one trick, and that's ripping out, ripping out necks. And that's what they do. So. <laughs> Violent weasel gets another one. Um, we need a weasel kill counter. Yeah, I was to say this weasel has a higher kill count than I do so far, like for the campaign. Okay, after Weasel, Donovan, you're up. You're going to have a few Dorgar coming towards you and one where Zara is just, like, slamming down onto its head. All right, well, as a bonus action, I yell, Bucky, for the love of God, help kill her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then I also yell, kill her, go for the, go for the King Dorgar. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Um, I've got a hot, hot rapier in my hand. Yes. Um, do I start of the turn? No, wait. Um, do you wish to continue holding it? Oh, wait, no. If a creature is holding it, damage from the Oh, uh, Constitution saving throw, please. Did we get to make that? So that's nat 20. Nat nice. 20. So you still hold on, but it is scalding your hand. Oh, okay. Um, um, you know what? I'm going to cast Booming Blade, make one attack. Okay. Towards, towards the one with the czar? Yes. So the so pain I... is immense from the flaming poker. So roll a disadvantage, please. Ah, so it's a normal roll. Oh no, it would be at disadvantage. Hmm, okay. But you're still natural blessed. One. Natural <laughs> one. Yeah, natural okay. one. As you slam into this Durgar, the shock of pain and the heat from the metal just makes you ping, and you drop your rapier on the ground. Which is good, because I was going to do that anyway, and I'm like, well, okay. And then I am going to stay where I'm at. Okay. Cool, cool. That's Donovan's go. We're at the top of the order with Bucky, who finally just like looks at you, takes their jaw, knocks off, sees where, or also heard the order for um, the for killer. And it seems to, Bucky seems to position its way in a direct line between the elk and the um, and uh, Zardarak, and it just like tenses his body up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Next up is Zardarak, who is now enlarged. Can't see you. Can't see you. <laughs> Sees Donovan and Azar. So the far side of the forge. Yep. You see glowing in his chardelin hand 
just deep purple and blue energy as two beams shoot off toward you, Donovan, Ooh. since we're um, there. And two Eldritch Blasts are coming your way. Oh, that's a nat 20 and a 9. Mm, yeah. So that's going to hit. Yep. So that is... That is 24 damage. Ooh, all right. Things are starting to get real. As straight in the back, two, or one of them goes wide, but the other one just hit you straight in the spine in the lower back. That's that's fine. There's a lot of back fat there. It's okay. <laughs> Next up is Azar with Narki on deck. Okay, so I'm gonna try to finish the Dwergar that I'm on. Four. Four is uh, nineteen. Nineteen to hit hits. Mm -hmm. All right, and that's ten more points of damage for the first one to fill up. Uh, sorry, what's that? That's 10 more points of damage. Okay. Is this still up? Uh, yes. Alright. Yeah, the one that has been in front of Donovan that you jumped on has not taken damage yet. Yeah, it did. I knocked it off. I did at least 11 points of damage when I knocked it off, and it took fall damage, too. Was that you? Uh, this one was already down there. Yeah, that, no, this, there is, this, this is the guy. one that I knocked off? Yeah. Mm -mm. No, yeah. this is a different oh, okay. guy. So it's still. All right. Um, next one. That's a nine plus thirteen. That's another nineteen. Nineteen hits. Thank you for the bless, by the way. I would not be making this. That's another nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Yeah, yeah. Still up. Yes. So 15, that's uh, 21 without bless. That's, uh, <laughs> that's another nine points of damage. Nine points of damage, just you begin to wail on this one. And eventually, just their eyes, you watch Donovan as they roll back into their head as it shrinks down and Azar, you just land on the ground, standing atop a dead body. Okay. And uh, I will use my movement to move into the marine layer with Narthi. Okay, you move in. <laughs> and that. Uh, hey, Narthi. Very cool. Nice effects. <laughs> and that will be my turn. Okay. Next up is Narthi with the elk on deck. Right, I was told to stay here, but I do hear Donovan in a bit of trouble. Um, there are two Dwergar currently attacking. Can I see them? How far are they from here currently? Uh, since Azara is like a 25, so 25 feet-ish. Oh, okay. Trident, Trident. At one of the ones that's attacking um, Donovan. Uh, you're going to throw or run over? I'll throw. Uh, oh. Because I was told to stay here. Do you think we should move towards Donovan? Or should I stay here? And we're literally, I just point to all the quaggles and everything surrounding us. Like, we're, 
We've gotten most of the enemies on us already. Got it. Let's head over. So I'll just, yeah, I'll walk over and then stab, stab um, one of the Duragar next to Dog. Okay, as you walk out, Azar, you are now... You walk out and just leave Azar in the open. <laughs> no, <laughs> surrounded by oh. enemies. Yeah. Oh. They are literally surrounding us. Yeah. The, all the you can see them. and the Duergar, but you can oh, still see them, God. so you have advantage on your attacks. I want to... Can I pick Azar up and move? Uh, you would move at half movement, so you won't make it too darn Balls. All right, I'll stay here. Uh, I'm going to attack. Attack, that's there... that. Huh? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, nat 20. And 19 to hit. 19 to hit. Yes, both of those hits. Done. Throw, throw. How much damage? Let's see, not really. She's not that great at this. Well, with a nat 20, at least you get extra. That's true. Oh, that's right. What do I do on that one? Yeah, you double your dice. Double your dice. Okay, so that's a 13. Okay. And, oh, all right, and an 11. Uh, so, uh, 24? Yeah, 24. Yep. You watch as Donovan, there's this one, and it's coming towards you with its massive war pick. And then you watch as one trying to go, stabs into its face, and then you see it dematerialize, and then you see it come back again. <laughs> And then it shrinks down to a normal size. But there is still one advancing on you, which takes us to the elk's turn. What's the elk going to do? The elk is going to turn and charge the king. Mm-hmm. And hopefully and as get it a... does, it runs in a particularly straight line. And you watch as Bucky, just standing there ready, sees <laughs> it coming, and leaps on top of the elk. Um... Yeah, fuck it. Roll, roll, uh, roll, uh, roll an acrobatics for Bucky. <laughs> it's funny because I also wondered if I could hop on the elk as he ran by so that I can get closer faster. Uh, Dex, that's uh, plus zero nine. Nine? Bucky leaps and misses. Um, but not enough to hurt. But the elk charges towards Zardarak, who takes, uh, takes a charge. Uh, so is Bucky not helping? Bucky could not make it there in time. Right. Yeah, Bucky he's only will get there 20, next turn. Twenty feet of movement. Yeah. Uh, cocked. Okay. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty hits. This is like sneak attack. <laughs> so uh, DC fourteen saving throw. Makes it. 8, 12, 15, plus 4, 19 points of bludgeoning damage. As it rams it with its horns. Or its 19. Boom, as it catches it, not knocking it over, but the horns do stab in, and he's like, that ain't hell. That takes us to the Quagots, who are surrounding the fog layer. They're going to just leap in there like a pack of hyenas, two of them towards you, Narthy, and they will roll at disadvantage. So, first one, nope. Second one, nope. And then the other two will go after you, Azar. I will hit one as it comes near to me with advantage, because it can't see. And I can. So one of those is an That's 18. 
um, well, the, whichever one is first, I hit it for uh, with the 22 and I knock it backwards away from me. Knock it back <clears throat> for uh, how much damage? Uh, that is seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. And. Uh, oh, wait, they do two attacks each. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I don't know they if don't the first one has enough movement to get back within range or what. Yeah. Okay. So good to know. Do uh, it again. Do it again. Okay. I dare so, you. So two more on Narthy. Uh, nope. And uh, nope. And then towards the Czar. Oh, that's a dirty twenty to hit. And a, disadvantage. Yes. Okay. And a twelve to hit. Right, that'll miss. Okay, so you're gonna take five um, plus twenty-eight damage. Okay. Meanwhile, the other two, the Quagoth Thonauts. Oh yeah, one of those was in my... oh, I forgot about them. Well, we'll enlarge you. Cool. The other one. Let's see. You spent that heat metal. Donovan, what kind of uh, armor are you wearing? Leather. Studded nope. leather. Good to know. <laughs> so the other two donuts are just going to stand by um, Zardarak at the moment. Um, you say donuts? <gasps> donuts. Mm, donuts. <laughs> donuts. <laughs> that takes us to Elspeth. Uh, did Zardarak move forward on his turn at all? Uh, no, he's currently holding the... Um, Elgin has not moved forward. Okay, so he's still 50 feet away from me? Yes. Damn. Uh, I'm going to move 30 feet closer. Mm -hmm. And... I would like, to, if you will allow me, I would like to prepare an action that mm -hmm. if he comes within touch range of me, that I will reach out and slap my hand and cast a spell. Okay. Good to know. Um, and I'm just going to hold invisibly where I am and hope that he comes to me before I have to go to him. Cool. Good to know. Next up is... Spiritual weapon, don't forget. Oh, that's right, because that's I'm holding my action, so I will bonus action. I will. S Ooh, uh, I will move it thirty feet. I will have it move to uh, one of the ones attacking Donovan, and okay. swing at that because it's easier for me to see that rather than risk hitting any of my friends in the marine layer. That is a. Uh, what is the bonus on this? Uh, over a 20 to hit. Over a 20 hit? Hits. <laughs> uh, max damage. 12 damage. Oh, nice. Spiritual Weapon's doing really well today, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Donovan, the one by you, just gets smacked over the head by these spectral scales. <laughs> um, cool. Next up is the Duragar, one of which goes to you, Donovan. 
does a 12 hit. Does not. Slacks smashes down as the spectral uh, scales keep it from focusing down on you. So let's see. These two were with the elk. These two were in the mist. Let's do with those first. One, two, you. Narthy at disadvantage. Nope. And then the other one towards you, Azar, at disadvantage. Um, that is ooh, a 19 to hit. Yep. Four, two, three, eight. That is five plus two, seven damage. Okay. Okay, so we did you, you. Those were on the elk. The elk ran away. Closest person would technically be Donovan. So that's two on you, Donovan. So now you have three on you. That's a nat 20 on one of them. I'm just going to go ahead and shield now, just in, you know, I know it won't stop the nat 20, but it might stop, you know, a lot of the other ones. Well, the other one does miss. And I rolled shit, so that's 12 damage. It's getting there. Okay, so we did that. You're in the mist. You're on the where are you on the floor? Into the mist, sure. Problem with theater of the mind. When you start getting too many things, you start realizing, wow, everything is that's cocked. That's a that's a one. It's not gonna hit anything in the mist. As surrounding you, Narthi and Azar, just claws and hammers, and just because <laughs> of the fog, they're just like boom, boom, ripping through and trying to hit you and to no avail, which takes us to the weasel's turn. Uh, the weasel is just going to attack because I didn't. I didn't tell the weasel to do anything. I just so the weasel is just going to attack whatever is around. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. It finds. It darts into the mist, and Narthi and Azar, you just hear. A... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, but the weasel's turn is Donovan. Uh, sorry, guys, I've got in Dwarvish, I say sorry, my elk needs me. And I'm gonna bonus action disengage, mm -hmm. move until I can see the bad guy, big bad guy. So, like, so what, I, what my plan is bonus action disengage, move a little bit, shoot, go into the mist. Okay. Yeah, I think you can do that. You find a way around the forge a bit. Get a... Go ahead and, and roll. And since you got your elk there, it does give you sneak attack. Ooh, 11 plus 6. Plus 17. Plus. Yeah, that's with the blast. Seven, 17. 17. <laughs> right through the horns of Killer, you were able to smack him straight in the shoulder between two of the plates of metal of his armor. All right. 
12, 14, 15, 18 points of damage. Noise. 18 <laughs> points of damage as the arrow flies through. It just. <laughs> as and then I'm going to. Out. I'm just going to go five feet into the mist. Mm -hmm. And you, once you go into the mist, you bump up right next to a quagoth who just because <laughs> it's crowded in there. <laughs> this plan worked out weirdly so much better than mine because now everyone's just clustered in this mist. If anyone had fireball, that would have been. Or, uh, God damn it, I'm all lost. Spirit guardians would be nice. It's so true. Yeah. I didn't prep that this morning. I was a little busy. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> so, at the top of the round, you start to hear the sounds of more footsteps on their way. And as the doors begin to open and more Durgar begin to pour in, that's where we're going to end today. <laughs> where are we supposed to try and open a door somewhere? The... <laughs> I mean, we haven't gotten to any control yeah. panels. Y'all walked in, talked for five minutes after punching some... Oh, it also made Narthi look like a sexy Duragar. Oh, we can't forget that. People have only been in the fortress for maybe 30 minutes. Okay. Of which oh, okay. 20 we have time. was... We have time. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. And I spent a good deal of time trying to find another way in. So, however long that took. But folks, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see if they actually make it out of this. They're holding on. Um, but we'll see how much longer they can hold on with all of the Durgar that are now coming in. Oh, Digital digital Hero 101, thanks for the raid. We got a quick little raid. Oh, oh, oh Digital Hero, thank, thank you. you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we're just about to sign off, but thank you so much for your support and throwing it over here. Um, anyway, uh, if y'all not stick around, but come back at 6 o'clock tonight, we will have Down Darker Trails, a Call of Cthulhu Western um, that will be played here. We also have Swords and Sages we're still discussing, but we may be in studio, maybe online. We'll, we'll let you know whether which one works for us. Um, Oh, we will be live at uh, 7 p.m. on Monday, regardless. Yes, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here on the Twitch. Also, we will, yeah, no, we'll, we'll be back here for Rhyme of the Frostman one more week in December, uh, next Saturday, 11 to 3. Um, but yeah, until then, thank you very much to Nord Games, Birds of Paradise, D&D Beyond, Thank you all for supporting us here on Twitch and for our YouTube watchers, as well as those who support us on Patreon. Um, if you go there now, you can support us. And if you join us for six months, you'll also get a free deck of inspiration that we are currently playtesting um, right now at the moment. So yes, thank you all so much. And we will see you all again next Saturday. But until then, stay safe, stay healthy. And well, see you then. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frostmaiden podcast here on the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed what you heard, please head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash questandchaos and join the chaos. There are four awesome tiers over there for you to join, and three of them lets you influence the story by giving inspiration. But all four of them gain you entry into the Guild of the Five E's. That is our brand new shared world building storyline that we are creating for 2021. And we would love to have you be a part of it. And we'll see you live on Twitch, later on YouTube, and finally on podcast. Thank you all for being part of this awesome community. And we hope to see you adventuring soon. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. I want to take a moment and thank our patrons, especially our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tomagatora. And of course, we can't forget our inspiring middle management, Lady Bedivere, Ben Soslowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Ted Danson, Jen, Seth Jones, and our inspired patrons, Adam Andreas, Garrett, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. We, of course, also have a fantastic number of guild members that help keep us going. If you want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos.